I am happy to be here. Yes, sir. <laughs> so happy. This might be the happiest I've been to be here to pod. Really? Also the soberest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is yeah. this is the soberest I've been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You might get the worst part of everything. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. This might be the most clear-headed, yeah. um, <clears throat> sober-headed, sober-minded, greatest podcast I've ever done. Yeah, man. They're going to get a great pod. Clear heads, clear minds, <laughs> clear eye visions. <laughs> um, I almost said something really junkie-ish. <laughs> junkie-ish. Um, My fans ain't no junkies. All right, hey, hey, hey! We'll talk about the baby later, man. My, that my fan that keep themselves clean they ain't no junkies. Ain't no junkies. You can't say that, Jonathan. Yeah. You won't sell. <laughs> it happens. It happened. Unfortunately, man. We're gonna get into it later. Yo, yo. You ready to start shits? Yes, sir. All right, man. Episode one hundred and seventy-one. Let's do it. Yo. Uh, Jordan Empty, this this right here is crazy. Yeah, I, I feel big. You know what I mean? Like not not big in the sense of I feel like this weight, is fitting. You know what I mean? Like gaining weight up. Perfect like song, that, like, bro. Colossal. Like, like this is like, very fitting. That's how I'm feeling. Top 100 in the country. Stop playing with us. <laughs> we here. I don't want my top played on no more. Corey don't want his top played on no more. Yeah, man. Y'all gotta start respecting us, bro. We gotta start talking our shit. Yeah, we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get cautious. We really humble, man. Well, that shit's over. We really humble, man. I heard they were looking for us. To you forever, from me to you. Yep. I heard somebody say, Church, I'ma need a suit. Ooh. I'ma need a coop. I won't need a roof. Fly it and be the juice, be the juice, be the juice. Yeah. I got the flow, I'm trying to see the roof. Didn't wear bulletproof, so I got shot. You can see the proof. Blind eyes can look at me and see the truth. One deal, Stevie, do. But I'ma leave it to God, not be beneath the you. Cause I'm a murder, why? Another kill hell of a show, ready. Even you. Man, I got something you know hate on me because I'm hotter than the sun. Got spring hating on me because I ain't never sprung winter hating on me because I'm colder than y'all. And I would never, I would never, I would never fall. I'm being hated by the season. So, so fuck y'all. Yeah. Hating for no reason. No count. No, yeah, because some of you niggas really do hate for no reason. I don't understand it. Um, but we're in the building. It's episode 171 of the Rising Ground podcast. I go by the name of Roderick Taylor. Yes, sir. I go by Jakari Gentry. We are back in the building. Man, feeling good, bro. We back. Feeling amazing. What a month. What a week. August is over. August is done, man. We're walking into September. September 1st, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> we are we are nine months in. Damn, bro. You have you have this month. And three more months left of of the year. Can you really believe that we are in the last quarter of this year? We ha- no, I can't. Just to just to answer your question, first off, Man. I cannot believe it. We've blown through this year. Yeah, it's, it's went by fast, bro. Super fast. Where did the damn time in this year go? I have no idea, man. We were just talking. Um, so you know, if y'all, if y'all been following us, you remember we did the Die Coke video. That was March or that April? Was, that was March. That was March. Okay, yeah, it was March. That was six months ago. Damn, and that was really what 
I and you what we would consider the resurgence yeah, of yeah, this podcast for sure. Okay, everything, um, everything with around that time, like we just you know, it started with Daiko, and that was six months ago, bro. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, I, it's it's really unbelievable to a point, man. Just you know, but when when you got your head down, when you focus, time will go by like that. It goes by fast, especially because we've been having fun this whole time. It's been a lot of hard work, but yeah. it's been fun. You know the saying: time goes by fast when you're having fun. Absolutely. Um, just a, an example. Um, those those weekends, you work Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday goes by slow as fuck. Right. You get to Sunday, it feels like the eight-hour shift. I mean, you get to you get to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get mm-hmm. off on Friday. You have the weekend. Mm-hmm. That weekend feels like an eight-hour shift. Yeah, man, that should be. You, you slept the whole damn thing away. That should be going by fast. That's what happened with this year. You know, we had our head down. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had an incredible year so far. So far, I'm saying just because uh, we got a hell of a long way to go in these next three months. Still, absolutely, man. It's, it's always work to be done. Um, so, regardless or not, if you if you focus and have your head down, the time gonna go by anyways bro so that's why i just like why not put the work into something in your craft and your career whatever like just put your head down and focus and work yeah sometimes you have to forget social media sometimes you have to forget your your other friends that have been asking you to hang out this friday and this saturday mm-hmm. and this sunday and the next one and the next one um you have to forget sometimes there's some family things right. that you might not even be able to attend when you on the road to to putting a hundred percent into your craft, you have to lock in. Like people say, lock in. You have mm-hmm. to mean it. Like this whole year, we've felt meaning it. Yep. Um, we talked to y'all on Monday about how we passed twenty thousand on Apple. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're at Thursday. I was able to uh <laughs> to do some double checking. With chart info. Right, right, right. Some research. Yeah, I'd never checked it before. No, never, bro. So um, this was news to me. This was news. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, even when you told me, I was like, bro, what? What the? I, I text Carl. I said, you want to see something crazy? Right, yeah. <laughs> right. And like, you know, the suspense was killing me, dog. Yeah. And we was texting each other fast. So it wasn't like we was waiting. But even like, you hit, you, when you hit a nigga like that, It's probably bro, like 60 seconds before I sent what actually right. was going down. But yeah, right. I know there was suspense in that. My heart beating fast and shit. I'm like, bro, what, what's up, fam? Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is the type of shit that probably make you cry. Facts. Um, and what I had sent to Kari was that I was able to double check the numbers, mm-hmm. double check the charts. Um, that's crazy to say the charts in relation to us, man. Yeah, bro. And I was looking at this funny little thing. <laughs> funny little thing. Or the Rise and Grind podcast with <laughs> with us two, little right. old us. I was gonna say with Roderick and Kari. Sits number eighty seven in music commentary of all podcasts in the United States of America. It just it don't even feel real. It don't make sense. Kari, we've broken the top one hundred music commentary podcasts in the country. I have no words, bro. Just I'm just grateful for it, man. Like when you sent that shit, I promise you, it was like it was like something just took over me. I was bro. overflowing with emotions. Yeah, bro. Like for real. I just like I was joking with you. I was like, bro, I was at work. Obviously, we were both at work. Um, I was like, nigga, I'm ready to clock out. Like, I swear. <laughs> bro, like for real. I was just like, bro, I'm all okay. in with this shit, bro. Like, what we gotta do. You know what I'm saying? What's next? What's the goal? What's the plan? Like, nigga, we're on charts. You know what I'm saying? We are on, like, I sat with Kari and I told him, like, we always compare ourselves to rappers just on some bullshit. Right. Um, 
this is equivalent to sitting in the the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> like for podcasts, Billboard is Apple Podcasts. Right. And for your genre to be sitting in the top 100, do you know how many podcasts there are just in that genre? Tens of thousands. Thousands, bro. Tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. And to sit between number one and 99, <laughs> that's fucking insane. It did bring tears to me. I cried. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I can't, I can't act too hard. I yeah. can't be, I can't be Mr. Morale in the big steppers right now. <laughs> I can only be Mr. Morale. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let them know. <laughs> I had a Mr. Morale moment. Um, I sat back. I played the intro to God did by DJ Khaled. <laughs> um, I ain't gonna lie, I've been playing that song all week. Oh my god. We, we put it on a video too. Uh one of the videos we posted this week. I've been playing that shit all week, bro. Yeah. I, I swear to God. I played we have we have the original mm -hmm. audio from God Did. Right. Uh, a lot of the original vocals from God Did. They yeah. wanted us down type shit. Yeah. A lot of playing the Mr. Carter by uh by Lil Wayne. Right. I say this a lot and I don't we're not gonna drown y'all to death every week with the the growth, with the we can do it, with the but this is the first time in Rise and Grind Podcast history that it actually set into me. Um we're in the midst of something big going on. Um I know people have told us that the listenership, uh we have people reach out telling us stuff like that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I really just kind of brush it to the side. I thank them for it. Yeah, yeah. But after I thank the listenership or a fan for it, I kind of just go on about my day. I never took it in. This was the first time I took in, oh, you're in the midst of, of something. Something, something big. Something special. It's not normal. I was going to say, it's, it's bigger than us, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's and, not normal anymore. Right. And I, and I felt that same way. Like I said, something, I just feel like something took over me, fam. Like I wanted to stop work. I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to like, focus and really just be present in a moment and realize like holy shit we really have something here we really built something here we really been working for four years on this project you know what i'm saying and it's we're starting to see the seeds the seeds you know and these saying? are just the seeds yeah bro it's amazing we ain't <laughs> we haven't gotten the watering season no, not at all. we haven't gotten the blooming season it ain't no, it ain't june for us yet no, like june which is blooming season for those flowers it ain't may june yet not it's not all, spring bro. yet baby no. <laughs> um but yeah just just an amazing feeling again to the listenership any platform that you listen on the viewership any platform you watch on the following any social media any publishing that you follow us on continue man please we appreciate that we love y'all we appreciate the support the viewership the listenership mm -hmm. all of that we couldn't we couldn't do this without you y'all are the reason why we are on the charts why we have 20k like we mentioned why we have the following you know um we couldn't do it without y'all bro i know we, we come in and we say it every week but we're super grateful i'm thankful couldn't do this shit without y'all couldn't do it without you bro like we are a team. Yeah, you couldn't know do this without you either. Of course. Oh, bro, like, there's no way I can do this shit by myself. <laughs> no, no, hell no. We've had conversations <laughs> off like off mic. Yeah, we were like, bro. damn, just imagine nah. like if we were to have to do episode one every episode, or if you were to do this nah, by yourself, bro. or if I were to have to do this by myself. I, I, I we couldn't I there's couldn't no do it, man. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> and I'm cool with saying that. No, facts. Yeah. Like I I need you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like, I, like this is something we need each other for. Like, bro, we're grown. It's okay to say that. Like, hell yeah. Like, nigga, 
I need you. I can't do this shit. Absolutely. I cannot do this shit without you. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> if you were to quit, I'm up a fucking creek. I was going to say, it's over. Dude. No gap, man. It's over, bro. But nah, but. That's uh, what he thinks. <laughs> I'm going to run this shit somehow. Yeah. Nah, I'll just play, I'm gonna, man. I'm going to get another nigga in there. So, nah, you nah, you seen what Joe did. Right. <laughs> shit, it don't take much. But you seen more him. I was going to say, I can find a replacement, my nigga. Nah, I'm just bullshitting, man. Nah, but, uh, bro, it's strictly just for motivation. When we talk about this shit, I, I promise you, like we not trying to toot our own horn of course i know we was talking about we need to start really saying we the shit but we we humble but really bro we we come here and i say this shit to y'all and i know you as well like i say this shit because i want y'all to win just like how we win i want y'all to work on y'all goals i want y'all to be successful you know the bros tell us all the time bro shout out tyron i was talking to him recently bro he told me like you know tyron older than us you know but he told me like he look up to us, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, as a man, as a friend, as a brother, to say that to you, that means something, you know? Hell yeah. So, yeah. like, regardless, I'm just singling out, bro, Tyron, but everybody, all the listeners, like, this is motivation, bro. Find your craft. Find something you're good at. Strive for your goals. You know what I'm saying? Just go for it, bro. Like, we've been at this shit for four years. The same way he said, go for it. Keep Going, yeah. you you've listened to Larry June say it damn near every song, every tweet. <laughs> Keep going. Even some of, some of your brothers uh, over the past week, mm-hmm. uh, whether it was Ziggy, whether it was Dante, mm-hmm. I, I was in connection with both of them. Yo, telling me y'all just keep going. <laughs> like that's, that's it. Like I promise to the listenership, and yeah, of course, in my head, and of course to to other people too. We're special, um, but when we talk about this ourselves. We can tell you, as the listeners, uh, the listenership, the viewership, there's nothing special we did. All we did was didn't quit. Words <laughs> of Nipsey. All we That's did it. was did not quit. I don't That's care. I, there's so many. If you look at the rap game, because this is what we this is what we do. We talk rap. Mm-hmm. There are so many rappers that you listen to, and you're like, damn, this sucks. Why is he famous? He didn't quit. Oh. It doesn't matter if you're Michael Jordan or if you're Kwame Brown. Just don't quit. You could be Pac or you could be Pump. Mm-hmm. Just don't quit. Literally every success story, because nigga, we, we love success. We read on everybody that's successful. But if you look at every successful story, no matter what the industry is, when you ask these successful people, how did you make it to the top? They literally tell you, I just didn't stop going. I just didn't quit. I just didn't quit. As I promise it doesn't matter if you play basketball, if you play football, if you play soccer, if you do a podcast, if you rap, if you sing, if you're an engineer, a doctor, doesn't matter. If you stay at it long enough, you just working every day is your practice. Yep. Like people think like, oh, I have to put in practice hours. I have to. You putting in your work at your craft every day is practice. Yep. It doesn't matter if you don't see the results. You're learning. Yep. You, you're, you're learning. Just keep going. You're building habits. You're building discipline. Yes. That's the most important part. And that's what we don't. Discipline. We, we don't see that because in a moment, like you, you want it right now. And it looks so like it doesn't look attainable. Your goal, because you're you don't have it. But if you just stay locked in and stay dis- disciplined, bro, like I promise you, that's it. Just build a habit of doing whatever it is, even if it's 15 minutes a day. Real shit. 15 minutes a day over a year. 
adds up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all it takes. In 2019, in 2018, of course, like I said, um, even before, like, we clicked on the same page and saw the same vision. Mm -hmm. Of course, I always knew where the podcast could go. But there would be times we would take a week off. We would take two weeks off. We mess around and take three weeks off. Mm -hmm. We might not post on the YouTube for 12 weeks, 13 (laughs) weeks, something like that. The same thing with you said, just like discipline. Mm -hmm. If you can just learn to or train yourself, you have to train yourself. It's hard. I know it's hard. Oh, my God. It's hard as fuck, It's the hardest fucking thing ever. I'm sure to this point, like even in the year 2022, there's been there's been a weekend or a week that Kari <laughs> Kari woke up and he was like, man, I really probably don't want to pod today. Like, but we are doing this shit. Trust me. Like, yeah, there's there's been some mornings that like, I had to be over here 1130 a.m. I got up. It was mad early. And I'm like, mm. not today. <sighs> Man, of course, when we get into the groove of talking, it's oh, yeah. always fun. But like, yeah. fuck, man, wake up, brush your teeth, wash your face, right. get the fuck over there. <laughs> when we get to the stew, it's it's all oh, it's all good. love, it's all yeah, it's yeah. all fun. Like it's it's a it's a great time once right, we get right. in the stew. But before getting there, like you said, the waking up, like yeah, nigga, I have those days all the time, nigga. The the content, oh my god, yeah, I know you know, bro. Like that shit. Come yeah, on now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me. It'd be days I'd be like, oh, my fucking God. Getting that out? Oh, my. And and yes, of course, you do the leg. Like, you do more of the leg work now because Kari's on Kari's on the video side. I'm on right. the audio side. Right, right. Um, there was a point in time back in the day I was on both. But um, Kari, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, that video grind is it's, different, bro. <laughs> it's some leg work. Yeah, bro. Shit different. I ain't going to lie to you. And because you deal with the video and... You deal with attaching the audio, right. getting it right, bleeping the words. Social media team. Yeah. <laughs> like you said <laughs> earlier. Real shit. This nigga put me out there, man. Like, <laughs> we're wearing a lot of hats, man, but um, it's all going to be worth it in the end, bro. Uh, yeah, we're not going to be wearing those hats forever. Nah, yeah. With, at the end of the day, when all is said and done, we'll be wearing the hats as potters. Absolutely. And we hope maybe one of you one day will be wearing one of those one of those hats under the the umbrella of the rising ground podcast right or whatever it is that you strive to, to do to be man like i just it sounds so cliche but i i just it does i can't like you see what else what else can we say like everybody says this shit, and it took it took me a while to understand it. as a kid as a teenager you see him on the, the tv shows the award shows you think people are just blessed and like god-given talent and a lot, you know a lot of shit and some people are don't get me wrong it's god for sure yes bro but like when you really look at everybody that's successful it's just the work yeah you it's gotta put the work in man mm, think that's about it. it like not every rapper that's out is the best rapper out but they made it right. they're diligent they found a marketing scheme and a business plan that worked they stuck to it they rolling and them niggas is up m's yep. uh give us give us some time i'm not gonna say the up m's mm-hmm. part within the next 12 months no nah. but um but i'm quitting my job mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that uh, I, I that I, day you want to talk about tears and crying oh man the first hundred thou is definitely coming in the next year i, mean, I can't <laughs> i can't wait to cry that i like i said not the mill maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that first hundred grand is bro, coming i can't wait to cry bro what me too oh my god i can't 
gonna probably call you. I'm gonna be boohooing, man. Same. I'm gonna get on that TV, mama. <laughs> for real. I'm gonna put shit down. Nah, for real. It's the good life, bro. Real talk. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's on the way. It's coming, bro. We got that momentum, man. Real talk. So now that we're moving into talking about how we're feeling, mm-hmm. mental health check. No, oh, yeah. Where are you at, Kari? Yeah, bro. So, shit, with that intro, nigga, I'm at a 10, to be honest with you, bro. I ain't even going to lie to you. <laughs> like, I'm really, I'm really on a 10, bro. Like, mentally, I'm on a 10. Physically, I'm on a 10. Spiritually, I'm on a 10, bro. Like, I'm feeling great. So just outside of the pod... Just in my everyday life, I'm being disciplined in multiple areas. That's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, my focus, uh, my health, you know what I'm saying? Like, breathing, mental, like, everything, bro. I'm just trying to stay locked in, like, on life. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel great. I'm at a 10. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm breathing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm alive, bro. So, I feel great, bro. How you feeling? Mental health. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm at a fucking ten. <laughs> now I know this is not normal that everybody can come in and say ten, right? And it might not last forever, or nothing lasts forever. Um, you have your ups and downs in life. Right now, I'm sitting at a ten. I'm I'm on a high that weed, cocaine, methamphetamines couldn't put you on. <laughs> they they couldn't put you on the high that I'm on. Yeah. Liquor couldn't put you on what I'm on. Um. Physically, of course, I'm somewhere in between that nine to ten range. Skinny niggas still run shit. Oh, um, <laughs> Come on now, shout out Big Soldier, yeah, big, man. Big Draco. And um, spiritually, I'll say I'm somewhere between an eight and a ten, just because I know what it's like to sit at a ten spiritually. Hmm. My prayer life's great. My meditation okay. is is every day. It's fluid. It's frequent. I can't say that I'm there, mm-hmm. um, but I can't say I'm at a bad state. God. While I'm while I'm at my my eight or nine spiritually, mm. God has lifted me up like an angel. Like I'm like He hold me right now until I until I get my own spiritual back. He He got me on a high. <laughs> he has me on a spiritual high that I shouldn't even be on right now. Yeah, I love that. Um, I feel amazing. Like if you were to like take a peek at my blood inside my system. <laughs> It's a bunch of little niggas lifting <laughs> fucking weights and taking Red Bull and oh fucking no dos and shit. Niggas turned up, bro. Oh my god! Like I told you in the messages, yeah. I am Roscoe Dash turned yeah, up right yeah, now. Nigga. That's all, that's all the way, <laughs> all the way turned <laughs> up. R O S C O E put it on me. I be going ham. Shawty upgrade from Bologna. The fuck, Bologna. The fuck, nigga. Real talk though, bro. But no, I'm glad. Let me ask you though. Um, meditation what are some practices that you use when you meditate is it it something that you um do you do like the same thing do you change it up like what what do you do i usually do the same thing um meditation kind of scares me i'll say that but i i meditate all the time um i i do rhythmic breathing some people do transcendental um some people do certain types of things i do rhythmic breathing Mm -hmm. um so basically, excuse me, I have a method um, of a certain frequency okay. that I listen to okay. while I uh, while I meditate. And uh, of course, like I said, there's a there's a pattern of rhythmic breathing that's this specific that I use. Um, there's a specific pattern. That, okay. There's a lot of specific patterns. 
but um i try to meditate somewhere between like when i'm starting out when i'm just getting back into meditating somewhere between 10 to 20 minutes but like once you get into it that 30 minutes to an hour range um but what i try to do in the rhythmic breathing and the point of uh of meditation really is say you breathing in and out you're supposed to get to the point where you have controlled your thought on not the carpet not the sky not oh i got laundry to do oh i wonder what my girl's thinking mm. nothing but i'm breathing in i'm breathing out to the point where i can literally go in my head and envision myself looking at myself mm. breathing in and out That's like deep. i have to get to that point to know i'm not thinking about shit Mm-mm. but me breathing and once you've cleared your mind and you're only thinking about your breathing yeah that's just it, it gets it it's gets deep. it gets heavy like it's deep yeah um to the point where sometimes i know some people they um they leave the soul they leave the spirit things like that mm-hmm. um i've never i've never gotten to the point of breaking through but I feel like I stopped myself because I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. But uh, just because I don't know what's next. And I've listened to and I've talked to a lot of people that I know that meditate uh, on what's next. And they've broke through. Uh, and they tell me to break through. But that's something. I'm I'm scared of shit to do that. It's it's always like a. Am I. Am I uh, am I going outside of my religion? Breaking through? Right. What the fuck am I going to do when I break through? How do I come back? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, there's, there's so many questions mm-hmm. that come with breaking through. Of course, one day I want to sit down with somebody that's talked this, like, or has done these type of things. Right. But, um, and I'm sure somebody's going to hit me up now or hit us up now talking right. about their meditation life. And, and I'm open to that. But, um, yeah, yeah. Same. That's why I wanted to ask you because meditation is something that I'm still struggling with myself. I'm, okay. I'm trying to get to the point where I can do it on a consistent basis. Like, I'm, I'm still trying to learn like what works best for me when it comes right. to the meditation. Like I've, I've tried, and it um, is what works best for you, right? So the the breathing though, like you said, that's something that has worked for me, but I just haven't done it consistently enough. Where I'm like, okay, this I know like what I'm doing here, so I'm still learning that. But um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you because I I, I want to be better at meditating. That's something that's really like on my list of goals. Where I'm like, I need to really improve in this area. What I'll say is start with your apple watch meditation okay um the breathing mm-hmm. it'll have you breathe for five seconds i mean for five minutes mm-hmm. breathe in and out when it tells you like have you done the thing before where like it has you breathe in and then it has you exhale yeah. um meditate with that okay uh like if you want to try to use frequencies you can try to use frequencies i can i can shoot you some frequencies um but the ones i use they're not like leave your soul frequencies they're like more calm mm-hmm. frequencies but um yeah, if you just try with your watch, even breathing with that, I can feel it. Okay. I don't I don't meditate sober though. I'd never meditate sober. I have to smoke weed when I meditate. It just I feel like I connect higher with God when I smoke weed anyway, mm-hmm. which is why like people always get mad when I say I smoke weed and go to church. I smoke weed and go to church. <laughs> higher power, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um higher learning. Yeah, I, I go to a different. I go to a different place when mm-hmm. I meditate. High, like it's 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 great. No, I'm glad you said that because that brings me to another topic that we've talked about maybe a couple months ago. But there's a documentary on Netflix. It's called How to Change Your Mind. Mm-hmm. It's about psychedelics, mm-hmm. and I've been really intrigued 
about psychedelics recently. Yeah, we've talked about our, our trip being on the way soon. Yeah, our, our first trip. Yeah, I just, I'm still researching. I want to learn more um, because it's important to make sure that you're in a good mental state. Absolutely. When that way you don't have a bad trip. But it's really on my list to take a psychedelic like mushrooms or something like i don't i don't know what i'm gonna start with probably it'll probably be mushrooms but yeah but mushrooms acid those are the entryways right, but right. mushrooms is what i plan on being yeah, the entryway me too but uh, i'm just glad you said that because i really want to experience that because i've just that documentary is crazy first off if y'all haven't checked that out check it out it's like four or five parts yeah check yeah, that yeah. out that's amazing so that really that really like jump started me i'm like okay i've been i've been in that mind state for maybe a year or two now um there's there's a couple of different things now like uh, mushrooms is something that like of course that's that's what i want to try first um but there's a couple of different things uh the peyote mm-hmm. that you would go see a shaman like if you you go up in the mountains yep. you have the native american culture take yep. you through that almost with a monk yep um that's that's almost resemblant to something like ayahuasca the dm ayahuasca dmt mm-hmm. i the dmt the only reason why I I'm so fascinated. I'm fascinated by that more than any psychedelic that there is. There's something about that. Now they say that there's DMT, like and this is a good combo. I'm glad we're in this pocket. They say that there's already DMT in your brain right here, what they would consider the third eye. Uh yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's in oh, itself, right? What the fuck? <laughs> and Damn. they say that a, a, the DMT is released into your system uh when you die. Okay. And they said that it releases over a course of 30 minutes and that it could be what's triggering your thoughts, feelings, and emotions of an afterlife. Wow. And during that 30 minutes of it pouring out, it can feel like a lifetime. So some people say you, uh, your afterlife experience comes from the DMT that's expelled from your brain mm-hmm. or, or from your head afterward. Um, and you you do feel you do live in that afterlife, quote unquote, for a lifetime because right. it feels like forever. Right. But um, DMT is something where a lot of psychedelics alter the way that you see Earth. DMT takes Earth and is like, yeah, I know what you see right here is the sky is blue. The sun is orange. Let me take all of that. It's it's like something where you take three puffs from like a inhaling and they say you feel like you die. Like it's complete like death. You leave. It doesn't alter your state of consciousness. It literally shoots your soul to a different location. God damn boy. Um and it they say it only lasts fifteen minutes in in Real time. Mm-hmm. When you come back, you feel like you've lived a thousand lives. I was about to say real time, yes, but it, that should probably feel like a lifetime. They bro. said you feel like you lived a thousand lives by the time you come back. Like it, it's some shit. The, the people that break through, they mm-hmm. say it only takes three hits to break through. Oh um, and they say you, it's it's equivalent to death. They call it the ego death. Um, but they say that you're able to to feel, see, like your ancestors, things like that. Yeah. Um, they say that you you see and feel different they talk to you or you're spoken to when you go there but not in a a verbal code they say it's almost like geometric codes that go together that Mm -hmm. that fit like never before and that they speak a language that you've never understood so clearly in your life uh 
it's just some of this shit to where like I'm like, no, these are not just hallucinations. Yeah, it's different. It's different. And that's the documentary that I mentioned, they talked about that as well, as far as like people, you know, seeing their ancestors. Um, or really just a lot of people said that the experience was kind of like a rebirth. Yeah. You know, and that's that's like kind of die. Like that's that's what I want to experience. Not not that I don't want to feel like I'm dead, but the I just want to ego death. Yeah. I just want to see like how can I explain it, bro? I don't know. I just I just want to be more connected with the world or with myself. I want to learn more about myself. And so that's where I what I'm hoping to get out of the experience or the trip. I've seen someone now, Joe Rogan said that like a, a portion of you leaves in that experience because a portion of you becomes one with earth. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like there's just certain things that I've told people this. They say you get a hundred years here. I'm not gonna do a hundred years of the same the shit. Same. Wake up, yeah. eat breakfast, go no. to work. I take my lunch break, go home. No, I sir. might work out a little bit, eat dinner, no, watch sir. some TV, go to sleep. No, I'm a, I'm gonna see something different. It's too much world out here. Too, too much it's world. Too much life out it's here. It's too much spirituality yeah, to bro. see. Like, yeah. and I'm sorry, we, y'all might think we playing with different things. No. If you think that <laughs> David and Moses and Jesus we're not experiencing different states of consciousness through different herbs and different things. You're crazy <laughs> if you think they got through the Bible without that. <laughs> you think Moses saw a burning bush sober? <laughs> no, fuck out of here, man. No, man. You reach facts. God at different levels. No, facts, bro. <clears throat> Just trying to be more connected with myself. Like I said, uh, another thing you mentioned before we get out of here, the uh, peyotes. Uh, you mentioned like the, the Native American culture. Yeah, like so, where the monk or the shaman does it for you. Right. So, you know, my, my family's from um, Oklahoma, bro. So okay. I have like the Native American Indian culture in my bloodline, but I don't have all of the facts for it, bro. Mm, so another okay. thing that I'm like, before I die, I want to learn more about where my family came from. Hell yeah. I mean, we lose a lot of that as black people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like my people... And I've I've heard stories from like family members of ancestors who have like the long hair, like Native American, you know. And I'm just you like, see the pictures now. Now bro, I see it. I see like, it in my family too. I just yes. you are from Oklahoma, so like true roots. And now I see it in my family too. They go back to the old pictures. You see real bro Indians. Indians. Yes, I mean <laughs> feather in the head yes, Indians. Bro. And I don't know. That's your great 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 great. And I'm like, right. what the fuck? I'm like, where did we lose that? Where do we get? I'm like, bro, where did we lose that that tradition, that culture? You know, yeah. like, I want to Slavery. find that. Especially in Oklahoma. You yeah. Know, what was it? The Cherokee Trail? I don't know. Oh, I can't my remember gosh. What it's yeah. Called, but, yeah, you know, that, you know how that shit went. But Yeah, they took it. Yeah, bro. But, yeah, that, that's something that before my, my journey ends here on, on this planet Earth, I need to find more about where my family came from, where my roots are. You know, there's a, like a way you can tell if you're like native american how you just ball a piece of trash up and throw it on the ground like <laughs> if you drop one single tear you're <laughs> I knew you, was about to say you are definitely native american you you know the commercial i'm talking about. everybody knows yeah, that commercial unless you're gen z <laughs> you know you're native american like just ball a piece of trash up and throw it oh, on the ground like shit, if you can't bro. stop one teardrop from falling from your eye you are a fucking Facts. native american indian man Facts. you just need to figure out what tribe you're from so you can get free dental care exactly <laughs> you can show your uh, your indian card oh my gosh and live for free on the fucking reserves and shit exactly and just get free payout you know because it's like ritual like religious ritual 
peyote is illegal for everyone else except for the Native American culture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you're a part of the Native American culture, like you can sign up to go do a peyote experience up in the mountain with the shamans, and it's completely illegal. Yep. You got to be a part of the culture, though. You have to be a part of the culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not just going to get to go up there. Anybody in. And it's, it's sacred. Like, it's no phones, no cameras. <clears throat> you know, it's sacred. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, bro. Like, I've, um, I watched the interview with Kyrie Irving. He talked about how he found his family roots uh, traced back to, like, South Dakota. Wow. You know, and I'm just like, okay. Like, I I need to find more about where we came from, where, it's, where it started, you know? So, me too. I'm looking forward to that, man. Absolutely. Um, For real. Damn, this was a long-ass intro. <laughs> and the thing about it is we didn't even think we were going to have that long of an no, intro. No, um, it was all off the dome. Yeah, this is where we go off the cuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. are we ready to get in here? Let's do it. All right. Let's start with the music shits, man. Um, <clears throat> we were surprised today, or yesterday, my apologies. We were surprised Wednesday evening. By an EP from Ari Lennox. She dropped an EP called Away Message. Bro, like, she snuck this on us. So, earlier in the day, around noon, she dropped a song with Summer Walker. So, she actually, on Tuesday, they tweeted and announced that the song would be coming out. Queen Space is the name. Um, So, we get that at, like, noon. And then Ari, later in the day, at, like, 5, she tweets, I have an announcement at 8 o'clock. Stay tuned. So, I'm like, okay, what's going on? I'm... I'm thinking, now I didn't see that, but if she were to release that in my head, what I would have been thinking is, oh, she got a song coming out on Friday. Right. So I was I was thinking either a song or a track list because the album is coming out next week on the 9th. Right. She drops an entire EP, five she, songs. She dropped the tape, damn near. Right. Like, she's a rapper. <laughs> she dropped the tape. Right. Five songs, man. Um, and these ain't no hoes. These, these are real deal smokers yeah they're not throwaways at all man like these are these are great songs they could have made the album this is just proof that that 80 whatever song board Mm -hmm. that ari lennox had number one of course that was real Mm -hmm. but um she's narrowed down her songs for her album but um this is going to show even her lucy's even her throwaways were fucking amazing. Like you said, these weren't necessarily throwaways because right, they made right. it to a tape. Right. But um, if you want to say they didn't make the album, like her her album throwaways are hits. These are hits, Corey. I know, bro. We listened to the whole uh, EP, the five tracks. It's like 15 minutes, so you can check that out. But uh, we listened to it in pre-production and we, we looking at each other. I'm like, God damn, I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, th- like you said, these songs sound so good and only leads me to next week and i'm like oh the album is gonna be amazing her album is gonna be absolutely amazing if if this is there's the things that i'm thinking about like of course she dropped these as lucy's mm-hmm. throwaways if you're allowed by dreamville to drop songs this good a week before your album drops that means you have 10 times better songs on your album imagine because if these are really good songs yes bro if these songs weren't anywhere near close to the songs on the album we wouldn't get this. Like, if, if this was the same caliber music mm-hmm. as the album, Those J. Cole and Eve, the yeah. yeah, they'd be like, and yeah, no, hold, hold, hold. <laughs> Need that for the album, maybe. These are the throwaways. These these are what Ari considered her trash. Yeah. And it sounds amazing. That's scary as fuck. That's like on the road to Views from the Six, mm-hmm. and he gave us, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. And we're listening to this, and we're like, Oh, this is what this guy threw away. 
and we were able to to spin back a year later and understand why because views was amazing. I was gonna say views was on the way. So views was amazing. Um, so if we're thinking about this in the same light, age, sex, location is going to be amazing. A Grammy, a Grammy nominated slash Grammy award winning album. Yeah, she probably is gonna gonna win a Grammy, but definitely gonna be nominated. That's without a doubt, without a doubt. But uh, these uh, songs are crazy. I don't even think of. I can't even think of an artist R&B wise right now that's in her way. Not um, until SZA drops. Like we don't know what's still what's going to happen with SZA. But yeah, Ari has a an entire lane right now to herself. She has a lane to herself, period, to be completely honest. Because if we think about the SZA, Summer Walker type of R&B, that's completely different than the R&B that Ari Lennox does. She does something so calm and smooth and soul. Hers is soul. damn near just soul. It's soul, bro. And, it's soul. and you can hear her like singing from the pit of her soul. Yeah. It's a little different than what the other two do. Yeah, yeah. Not to take away from them because, yeah, they are more what, maybe commercial. Commercial maybe R&B. More, yeah, yeah. This, the same way Dreamville itself is not really commercial mm-hmm. rap. If mm-hmm. you listen to Jid or Boss or Omen or Kaz... This is not your average Friday drop. Exactly. Yeah. So it's only natural that the R&B side of Dreamville is not commercial either. Right. Uh, so, yeah, she does sit in a lane to herself damn near. Yeah, it's going to be amazing next week. But but you hit it right right on the head, bro, when, when you said soul. Like, of course, it's R&B, but Ari, like, pulls from her soul. She pulls from her stomach, nigga. Like, when she's singing, her voice carries I mean, room. and even when she's like wailing, mm-hmm. it's just it's beautiful, it's, man. Yeah, it's great, man. I, I love Ari, bro. I've been I've been posting her all fucking week because she won't stop. But she says she's going away now. She says she will be off of social media until next week once the album drops. So uh, just definitely looking forward to that. But definitely check out this EP, man. It's five songs for sure. Fourteen minutes. Queen space, tatted, gummy, no settling, bitter. All great songs. What I've realized is these homegrown labels have said, fuck the industry format. They really are doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, she dropped this whole tape on a Wednesday. Spin back to some more homegrown labels. You get CMG from Yo Gotti. Mm-hmm. Glorilla drops her new track. Uh, that's called Blessed. Blessed. Featuring Yo Gotti on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, bro. Niggas are not doing that traditional shit no more. Fuck we, that dropping on a Friday shit. Yeah, we off that. We off that. Um, but but Glorilla, so she she had been teasing this song on. Uh, she still uses Triller a lot. Uh, a lot of rappers do. I see. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, we we have heard this song. It's been weeks. That little Triller snippet. But um, I'm from Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been smoking weed. I've been smoking weed. Glorilla raps <laughs> like her teeth are shut, <laughs> but her mouth is open. And don't take this as any kind of hate right, or any disrespect. Right. I love Glorilla. She's my favorite female rapper in the game right now. I mean, of course, Nikki's always got that. But active, hot artists, like younger artists, mm-hmm. Glorilla is like my favorite. But So don't take me saying anything as disrespect. I'm really just cracking. Right. Um, yeah, if, if you're able to uh, talk with your mouth, like with your teeth closed shut <laughs> and rap, you will be Glorilla. Absolutely, man. And... and- that's what's going to separate her. We said it before, but this is 
that's why I love her too. I love the voice. I know a lot of people talk about the voice and how deep it is and things like she that. She got some bass in her voice. But I love that about her. Like that's what separates her. That's why she's gonna make it in the game because she has something that nobody else can create. Nobody sounds like Glorilla but herself. It stands out and it's sexy. <laughs> bro, I li- like, bro, I really like her. Yeah, like I like I, her. I like Glorilla, I swear, man. I swear to God, like I'm growing more and more. Like every time I see her, you know, she didn't got the teeth and shit. And I'm just like, bro, I like her. But the thing is, like, and this is this is for Glorilla to hear. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was talking to you and Hoppy. I was on Glorilla before the teeth. Yeah, you were. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't think she looks that bad. <laughs> right, right. Um, but no, Glorilla, she, she looks great. Her rap is great. Um, even when she's not rapping, like uh, her voice just sounds nice. She, yeah. she has, you know, she, she has a sexy voice. Yeah, bro. Um, but what we like, what we're here to talk about is the rap. That's that's amazing. The track is amazing to me. I mean, I think it's fire. Yeah. Yo, Gotti got on the track and slid. All over it. Yeah, that was surprised because it's, he's not listed as a feature on the actual track. I'm glad. Um, and then also, like I said, when she teased it, it was only like 20, 30 seconds. So, you know, we weren't expecting Gotti. But when I heard it, I'm like, oh, shit, he really went off on this song along with Glow Rhythm. Yeah. Um, and she she really, she's had like one of the, I won't say the biggest year, but she's had a great fucking year. She's like the breakout artist of this year, bro absolutely like Like, nobody's even competing with her when it comes to like breakout of this year like she's on top in october i think is the year i mean we've already passed the bet awards Mm. but in october is when we get the bet hip-hop awards i don't know if they covered 2021 for that or if they're doing 2022 now or if they'll do that next year whatever year covers 2022 glow really better win best new artist yeah for sure i i don't care like she she better win best new artist I agree, man. <clears throat> she's putting in work. She's been going hard. She's had the song of the summer. She got two tracks out right now. This this hard. That's hard. She's bro. on new CMG tape. Yeah. Like she's putting in work. You can't hate on her, man. Um she I, brought her hood with her. Right, bro. And like it's she grinded for this shit. That's another like we was talking about in the intro, bro. Like she really just waited on her time. You know, she just waited, bro. She was she was grinding, she was rapping, she was underground, she was on YouTube. And when her time came, she took advantage of it, bro, and it paid off. Absolutely. Because we've seen, like, I've seen and heard songs and videos that you can look back on, like that Brady Bunch style video. That's harder than FNF yep. to me. And <clears throat> of course, if it was Glorilla, she probably was thinking, yo, I should have blown years ago. Right. The same way everybody thinks that. Right, exactly. um, yeah, you got to wait your turn. Yeah. She waited her turn. Now she's shining like a motherfucker. Like, now she up, bro. Yeah, she up. She got plaques and shit now. You know, it's she just got it's, M's, nigga. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I love it. Um, uh, Gotti once again. You know, we just shout out to him for taking the chance, trusting in her, bringing her to the label. We've said it before. She couldn't be in better hands. So keeping his fucking ear to the street. Yeah, like bro. that's that's one thing that rappers and execs and label heads get to the top and they stop doing. Mm-hmm. Yo, Gotti has never taking his ear off of the streets it's always been near the streets whether it was money bag yo whether it was glorilla uh, i said Gl- glorilla <laughs> <laughs> uh, whether it was glorilla estg 42 doug yeah. this man keeps his ear to the streets and if it's not his ear that's to the streets 
His manager's ears to that motherfucking some, street. Somebody over there at CMG is doing it, whether it's Gotti or not, whether they have a good, you know, AR team, whatever. Yeah, even if it's his artist and he sit down with Bag or Bag come to him and right. be like, hey, yo, there's this this little shorty out of right. Memphis that's popping right now. She's right here in our backyard. Yeah, go go sit down with her for a second. It just made it just makes sense. Uh Youngster too, we always be forgetting Youngster. I didn't mean yeah, I didn't mean to forget Youngster. Yeah, yeah. He had his ear to the street on Youngster. Exactly, but it just shows you like they have so much talent, we forget about black youngster. I know he's been quiet. I know he's not popping like how he was 2015, 2016. Well, but, it's not his heyday right now anymore. Yeah. But he's still a good artist. He'll still get on a song and tear that bitch up. You know what I'm saying? They have talent over there, bro. He'll still drop an album on Friday and do 50, right. 60, 70. Right. I, <laughs> That's still black youngster, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's, not, let's not play around. Yeah, bro. They doing it big over there. Um, yeah, shout out again to Yo Gotti. Shout out that whole camp. Yep. They doing it super duper crazy over there. Yes, sir. Uh, you showed me something that was actually crazy just coming out o- over the... When is this coming out? It's coming Friday? out Friday, tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, Jeezy and DJ Drama are back together? Bro, this shit is crazy. Is it 2005? I was going to say, is this, <laughs> is this Trapper Die? Is this old is this old Snowman shit? I was going to say, Gangsta Grills, Trapper Die? Like, what's going on? And there were some snippets of the music in the pre- like the preview mm-hmm. or in the, the little mm-hmm. promo video. Video, yeah. That shit didn't sound too bad. Oh uh, yeah, Jeezy about to snap. I thought I thought Jeezy was just podding. I know, right? I thought he was done rapping. I know he had a track that came out around that verses. Everybody does something that comes around around verses to to boost it up. But yeah, um, got to. Oh, Jeezy's back with drama. You already know what you know that sound. Like this was literally like the birth of Gangsta Grills. Like this is literally Trap or Die. The song is called "I Ain't Gonna Hold You." So even even the title of the song. I'm like, all right. It just sound trap. It sound gangster. You know, it sound like Jeezy the Snowman. Like this shit excited me when I, when we looked at this. I said, holy shit, bro. No, nah, no cap. Like this is amazing. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And as soon as I laid eyes on it, I was like, yeah. what the fuck are we looking at again? I was gonna say, it was almost. <laughs> it was reminiscent, nigga. Yeah, yeah, it was like we was in a goddamn time machine, bro. Like for real. Except. Um, Jeezy's down 40 pounds. <laughs> right. He's not the snowman anymore. <laughs> He's the water man. <laughs> He's the water boy. I was going to say the healthy boy. <laughs> the <Yeah>. water boy. <laughs> the, sm- the smoothie guy. That's funny, bro. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't have too much more on that. That drops Friday. Of course, we'll have a review for that when that comes out. I'm listening to that in full length on Friday. Just yes, sir. number one, because I'm excited. Number two, because there's nothing else dropping. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's one of them weeks where uh, nobody, it's the it's the first week of the month. Um, I guess nobody really wanted to drop, but uh, it's a lot of music coming out next week. I guess they wanted to get that second week. Why right. nobody want to get the first week? What what do you, What is it? Is this a weird week? I know... The first of the month is on a Thursday. Yeah, is, is I mean, that, is that why rents do? I mean, okay. like a lot less money for albums. For sure. I mean, Apple Music subscription might hit that day. Right. Niggas no, ain't get paid till Friday. No, know I'm know just kidding. I, I don't know what might be stopping artists from dropping on on the first. On the first, yeah, because this is how I'm how I'm looking at it. When I'm thinking, I get it. Maybe you don't want to drop on the first or but, the second. It's the second, right? But nobody is dropping, so. Shouldn't you go for that to be by yourself in a sense? No, maybe I, I just I don't know. Maybe it's just because there's no promo behind anybody's album right now. I don't think it's a good time for anyone to drop an album right now. I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you not have that feeling right now that this week is just dry? Even if something does drop, I'm not going to it. I know why. Labor Day weekend. 
Ah, that makes sense. White people weekend. Oh <laughs> that, my god, that makes sense. No, I'm just kidding. Is this late? Is this labor about us? Is this about us laboring? As uh, yeah, I don't know. What is Labor Day for? I have no idea. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I've always wondered in my life what in the world is Labor Day for. It's, I, de- it's definitely not for us. I know. You know, we don't get no holidays. Um. All right. So what I'm what I'm seeing is it's a federal holiday in the United States on the first Monday in September to honor and recognize the American labor movement and works and contributions of laborers to the development and achievements of the United States. So, I mean, yeah, I yeah, guess we're in, we're in there. I guess. But the thing is, like, all jobs don't get Labor Day off. So how the fuck is it Labor Day? Really? There's some jobs that don't get Labor Day off? McDonald's. Oh, I mean, <laughs> fast food. Yeah, of course. I mean, food can't close on Labor Day. Shit, they close on Christmas. That's different. How? If it's my day for labor. No, you're right. But, but, but niggas, <laughs> niggas cook on Christmas. That's what I was saying. Like, niggas- Take your ass to thanks, like, to... to um. <laughs> To Walmart or Target like it's Thanksgiving and prepare for Labor Day. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, bro. I feel like we should feast on Labor Day before any other day. Nah, yeah, that makes sense. They they close early on Christmas and shit like that, though. They still be open. They just close early. Close. Really? Do they? I I mean, I know during, like, before COVID... There might have been some places that were open until noon, like McDonald's mm-hmm. might be open until noon on Thanksgiving, noon on New Year's Day. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure on Christmas Day, nobody's open. Okay. I remember last year and the year before, just on some pandemic shit, mm-hmm. you couldn't even go to Walmart. Like it's, yeah, you know, Walmart had changed their hours at, at one point. That shit was frustrating, bro. At one point. Fuck Walmart. They still never changed their hours I back. I thought they switched it later. I think some locations be staying open later, I thought. They closed. All Walmarts closed at 11 p.m. Swear. And uh, from what I read, Walmart has no plans in the near future to ever return to 24 hours. Wow. Fuck the pandemic. Damn. Like, even, even outside of them being open all day, I'm one of those people that I enjoy getting up late at night and doing my big grocery shopping yeah, yeah. trip because there's no one in the aisles right it, it's just not the same anymore closing at 11 they're hurrying me out the fucking building no like you niggas don't even close what are you talking about <laughs> yeah bro i like when, when i can i like to go super early in the morning um like you said because don't nobody be there just be like the old people they be chilling um and you know you can have on some headphones just being out by yourself getting shit done so i agree but yeah i didn't know that they i thought they were back some locations i, I thought were back to 24 hours but no sir I, That's crazy. I like to find targets that aren't super targets yeah. because those are the ones that nobody goes to. Like right, right. you go, you're the like you're in the aisles by yourself. Oh man, like there's one right. Mm. That's not a super target. The one cl- like closest to us. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's nobody at that target <laughs> ever. Like fuck y'all. If you ever come to that target, I will never mind. I was gonna say don't come to that. One. Yeah, don't don't come there. You got to check in to come to that target. Facts. Um, but I got a little off. <clears throat> we're we're into news now. Yeah, let's do it. The VMAs was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Did you watch any of the VMAs? Nah, bro. I actually didn't know um, it was on, to be honest with you. So I saw the VMAs post like a throwback uh, post. And they were like, this was the VMAs five years ago. It was like 2017. You know, some shit. But I didn't know that they did that because the VMAs was on that night. I had, yeah. I had no idea that shit was on. I didn't either just because I don't watch too much 
live TV. Like I watch streaming services and if I watch live TV, I'm tuning in online for one specific show like Murder Inc. I'll get on BT and watch live TV just for Murder Inc. Other than that, I don't keep cable. I keep specific um, what well, my mother has cable and I, I really just scavenge uh, <laughs> facts like, like i don't i don't pay for no stream oh my man. gosh like what? anything any <laughs> streaming service i'm mm-hmm. like yo mom what's the login oh no nah, i have bt plus that's that's mine yeah. but uh everything else no but um i had no idea because i don't watch tv enough to even see commercials i had no Same. idea this was coming on i just happened to roll over to my people's house when we were done potty mm-hmm. and it was on the tv and um I watched a little bit of it. I saw the intro, Jack Harlow introed with the first class song. He had that. a lot of celebrities sitting in the actual first class. Chloe Bailey, Drewski was back there. Um, yep, saw that. There were a few different people. Um, bro, he, Al, Al, what's her name? Avril, Avril Lavigne? Lavigne was on that plane. Bro, I was yes. like, what the fuck? Av, Av, she's making a comeback, I think. <laughs> okay. Avril Lavigne was on that plane. Okay. And after that, he transitioned and had Fergie come out. Fergie did first class. Oh, shit. Or, or Glamorous. Glamorous, um, right. <clears throat> that's love. Yeah. Um, now that was probably the only performance I saw. I didn't mm-hmm. get into too much of the VMA awards just because who gives a fuck? Um, sorry guys. What yeah. I, what I did see is every year there's a video Vanguard award. Um, that's what would be considered the Michael Jackson award. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started because of Michael Jackson and his incredible music videos. Um, this year it was awarded to Nicki Minaj, the, the queen of rap. Yeah. Um, nothing but support, hats off, mm-hmm. applause. Um, <laughs> hit the button on it. No cap. Um, is it for a specific video or is it multiple videos? No, the Video Vanguard Award is basically like at the Grammy when they give you the tribute award. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay, over, okay. over the course of your lifetime, gotcha. you've put down so many amazing videos. Right, right, right. We have to award you with this Video Vanguard Award. Um. I know we probably saw Missy's and, and mm-hmm. things like that. Like it, yeah, yeah. they award you for your videos. Okay. Um, and Nicki Minaj over the course of time has had some some compelling videos. Outstanding, amazing videos. Some of the best. Oh my yeah. god, you see that ass? Come on now, <laughs> she's had it for years. No, nah, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. Even outside yeah. of the ass, like um, her her visuals yeah, were bro, amazing. The production has always been crazy with Nicki. That's some, that's something that made her stand out when she was on top of the game. Like, nobody was making videos like. She was, of course. The music was great, but her videos were amazing. Like that super bass video, the oh, Your Love video. Bro, that shit is amazing. The Anaconda video. Oh, shit. Anaconda filling myself crazy. with Beyonce yeah, with, where they bro. linked up. They were in the jerseys yep. and shit. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Nikki's done it, okay? And yeah. she deserves, of course, there was that 2017, 2018 era that we don't talk about. But now that we're back around, throw the fucking flowers in Nicki Minaj's face. She's a legend and she's the greatest to do it in her on her side. No, she had the number one song in the world, man. Come on now. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Now, shout out that number one. I'll never take a number one from anybody, yeah, especially yeah. not Nicki, because I'm damn near a barb. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you gotta give it give it up to her, man. Yeah, not not the number one we expected to no, be number course, one. Of course not, but. But she performed that song there too. Um, Man, as I hear it, I can just tell why it's number one. Did they? Did you see her perform? Yeah, I watched it. What? Um, how did the crowd react? Did you see the crowd to when she, when she performed that song? Oh no, I didn't see the crowd react oh, when she okay, performed okay. that song because it was one of those things they were honoring her, so she rolled Roman's revenge oh, okay. into okay, moment okay. for life, gotcha. into this, into gotcha. shitted on him, things like that. Okay, so it was it was all one award show collective thing. Right, makes sense. Um, 
And no, I was worried about that ass. Okay. I wasn't looking at the crowd. Facts. I just sorry, to say, Mr. Petty. No, I, no, no. I know you. I know you kill real people. Right, right. <laughs> real right. people. <laughs> that nigga's a gangster. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Mr. Petty. <laughs> that nigga's a gangster. That nigga kills real people. <laughs> but no, I just, I just want to see like how the crowd is going to react to that song because obviously, you know, we talked about how it went number one before, and I see the blogs and I see the barbs on, on Twitter and Instagram, but I want to see an actual like crowd. I want to see how they react to that song. I don't think it's a crowd song. That's what I'm saying. I want to see like what's going to be the reaction. Yeah, that's not that doesn't even strike me as the type of song that you go and learn all the lyrics to. Yeah, it's just a catchy song. You know, we, we said that it's 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 mainly for TikTok for sure Instagram, for TikTok things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm still curious. I think if she ever goes on a festival, a tour, or she drops her album, you know, we still don't know when that's coming. Oh, we'll hear that. Yeah, you think she'll perform that? Absolutely. Her, her number one hit? All right. Oh, my gosh. She'll perform this one song till the day she dies. <laughs> I mean, like, that. this is going to be... It's crazy. I man. hate to say this, that this is her crowning achievement. Super freaky girl, but this is crowning achievement yeah. from Nicki Minaj. I, I, I wish that rap was on a much larger level earlier, so Moment for Life could have been her number one, or Anaconda, or Super, right, Bass, Super Bass, or Your Love, or uh, Pills and Potion, mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, Nikki got hits, bro. Nikki will wash most niggas in a versus. <laughs> like, it's. I, I hate the fact that we even say female rapper when we talk about Nikki. Nikki's just a rapper yeah, and one of the fucking best. She's great, man. I don't. I cannot think unless we're still talking about Drake, Kanye, um, Jay Z, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, Ti, Eminem. Nobody can see Nicki in a versus. No, no male or female rapper. No, nah, yeah, she's definitely on like um, if we did like a Mount Rushmore of like the last ten years. We she, we she, did, and she, we put her on. Yeah, it, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicki is on there without question. Male and female. We we talked about this maybe twenty or thirty episodes ago, something mm-hmm. like that. We put Nicki on the 2010s rap yeah, yeah. Mount Rushmore for sure, bro. No, it, we would never take that from Nicki. She is yeah. the goat, nigga. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hats off to her for the Video Vanguard Award. Uh, I didn't watch too much, but it looked like a very successful VMAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched all of Nicki's shit. But um, yeah, she she uh, was resemblant of Whitney Houston. She she uh, quoted some Whitney Houston lines when Whitney accepted an award during her award speech. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was a it was a good thing to see when somebody's grinded that long. Um, and you've gotten to watch somebody else come into the heyday of rap and mm-hmm. do what it was that you did for rap. Yeah, I feel Nikki. And somebody should throw the fucking flowers in her face. Right, she deserves it all, man. Absolutely. Like said, we're giving her flowers now. She deserves it. Um, did Kanye get an invite to the VMAs? No. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not giving Kanye an award, you can't come. They're afraid of Kanye at the VMAs. <laughs> Nah, bro, I was just being funny, bro. I know Kanye wasn't showing up to that shit. No, if unless you're giving Kanye an, an award, award. Yeah, he's not coming, bro. Or an award that big, like the video Vanguard, which he received in 2015. Right. Um, no, you can't even get this nigga to come to the Grammys. Yeah. Not come to the BMAs or the BT Awards. <laughs> he actually was there at the BT Awards, do I remember? He, he accepted uh, an award, Corey. Oh, uh, he gave a speech for Diddy, though. Okay, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. that's right. My, right. my apologies. Like, yeah. he... If it wasn't for that. If it that, wasn't for something special, yeah, he's not coming. I know. Nigga, he's not coming for Jay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's because it was something like that for Diddy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he's not coming for 
anything else. Yeah. <clears throat> but like I said, yeah, great event. Uh, I didn't see the whole thing. Of course, that's on Rewind for the MTV uh, subscribers or the ones that have that on cable. Check the VMAs out. Yes, sir. Um, all right. We are into the meat and potatoes of things. The Atlanta DA is not fucking around. <laughs> the Atlanta DA, do you have do you have the info on on uh what it was that they actually pulled up and picked up things like that? Yeah. But um, because w- we talked about how there were going to be two high profile mm-hmm. RICO cases in the next sixty days. Yeah. That first RICO case is in. Yeah. So they held a press conference. This was actually, I believe, it was Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Um, but the district attorney, Fulton County. Fulton County, I'm sorry. Uh, she held a press conference and she announced, you know, some more RICO charges for um, his drug. What's his name? Drug Rich Hecht. Yeah, Hecht. H e c t. Hecht. Hecht. And another Atlanta artist. Um, who sure for Hector. Who they? If you didn't know, getting for another RICO, and he's bro. He's a prominent artist in Atlanta. I know oh, he's huge in the, in the city of Atlanta. I was about to say, I know a lot of people, you know, if you're not from Atlanta, you may not know who, who he is. But we talked in pre-production. Like, I, I know that name. When I saw that name, of course, we joked about it because we thought it was going to be a little baby. We was like, okay, ooh, we good. But outside, There's still another Rico on the way. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on, but there is still another Rico on yeah. the way. Anyways, they, they got him and some other affiliates of, I guess, another gang affiliation that they're saying. Yeah. Um, but she's not playing, dude. This this DA in Atlanta in Fulton County, bro, she is not playing any games. I promise you. Let's start by she's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, she looks amazing. Um, black woman. But yes, just just as you said, black woman. There's something in the black woman, in the black mother's tone of voice that when they speak, there's something that says, I'm nurturing there's a certain tone of voice that mm-hmm. says, I'm caring. There's a certain tone of voice that says, I'm horny. There's a certain tone of voice that says, I'm angry. And there's a certain tone of, like, tone of voice that says, I'm done. I'm not playing any games. This DA, if, if you know the sound of a stern black woman's voice mm-hmm. when she's not playing any games, it is this woman. She's not fucking around. Yeah, bro. She just has like this calm demeanor about her that's almost like scary. It's kind of like on some some boss, like Godfather type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I already, I'm I already no, I already won. I'm just, I'm just doing this press conference for because I have to. I already got the shit on y'all. I'm just waiting to indict you at this point. Like she already didn't won. I I talked to Kari in pre production and I said, there's nothing scarier than someone like this Atlanta DA. Um, Everybody listening hopefully has a job, uh, hopefully is in the workplace. There's a difference and a different type of demeanor, scary and workload that you put in with that one coworker that doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, we all know that one. And that one coworker that's like, "Uh, I know that we could just come in here and bullshit and get the job done and leave at the end of the night, but that's not why I'm here. I came for a mission and I came to work. That's this Atlanta DA. And when it comes to the judicial system, jail, trial, things like this, your worst nightmare 
is the type of DA or the type of law enforcement that's not here to make a quick buck, that's not here to serve an agenda, that's not here to scratch backs, to grease palms. Somebody that just came in, it's like, I want to do my job and I want to do my job well. And I came to do it to the best of my ability. I don't care about anything you saying. I came to get a job done. And the job is to put you niggas under the fucking jail. <laughs> yeah, bro. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. She loves her job. Oh, my and God. And she's serious about her job. She's like, serious. She's not playing any games like we said. You can hear it in her voice. She's very stern. She's very calm. She's very confident, bro. Like She's very confident. And like I said, it gives off uh, like an MO that's like, oh, shit. Like, you kind of like intimidating. You know what I'm saying? It's to the point where, I mean, I know we're talking about the other people right now. We're talking about Hecht. Um, but when you think about how not bullshitting she is, this gets scary for mm. YSL. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, this gets scary as fuck for YSL. Mm -hmm. She's not playing any games. Her mission is to put these niggas in jail. Like, I mean, mission. She, she goes to sleep at night thinking about putting these niggas to jail. She reads her kids' lullabies about putting these <laughs> niggas under the fucking ground. No, nah, facts, bro. In the, in the press conference, she uh, she spoke on that. She said, you know, she talked about the lyrics, and we've had this conversation as far as, like, how they're trying to use the lyrics and, you know, what can they really use. But she talked about that, and she said, like, if you're going to say this shit in your song, if you're going to say, oh, I, I kicked your door down, oh, I bought this gun, whatever, if you're going to say that... I'm coming for you. So she's saying, like, if, if y'all don't want to get caught, if you don't want to go to jail, stop telling on yourself. Or, and this is specifically out of her mouth, or get out of my county. Or get out of my damn city, bro. She, yeah. That's <laughs> that's how serious she is. She is or, not playing, or bro. Or don't do it in my damn county. Bro, she, she love her job, fam. She said, yo, she was giving lyrics off off the fucking off the dome off wax yeah, nigga bro. she been studying <laughs> she did her homework <laughs> that type yeah. of law enforcement agent is scary especially when you're sitting on charges like gun and thug are mm -hmm. that's 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 different god damn man it's not looking up for them boys bro um did you see young thug tweets no young thug tweeted i'm talking with my roommate and we're wondering if you could swim 100 miles from the middle of the ocean back to shore. And he added Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps responds and he says, yeah, I think I can make it. I think Young Thug thinks he's in uh, Alcatraz. <laughs> I was going to say. This nigga's, this nigga's trying to swim out of prison. <laughs> I was like, is he trying to say, break out of prison? I was say, nigga, you're not at fucking Alcatraz. There's no water in that land. <laughs> no, nobody's at Alcatraz anymore. <laughs> I was gonna say nobody's there. Niggas saying, die at that. They shut the fucking prison. It's a I museum. Just, I was gonna say niggas have died at that. I was trying to swim away out that bitch. I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now I also know some niggas from the seventies that got away and ain't never been and caught. Never been caught. Yeah, yeah. Never. I think we watched some documentaries in college about that. Like maybe. when we were like freshmen. Yeah, maybe, some maybe. niggas got away from Rikers and uh, I'm not Rikers. Uh, Alcatraz and mm -hmm. them niggas ain't been back. Yeah, bro, that shit is amazing. Have you have you seen it? I've I've actually been out there and seen it. Oh yeah, I've been. To, where, where is that? San, San Francisco, Francisco, I believe. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the last time I was out in San Francisco, yeah. um, I didn't take the tour out to Alcatraz. Yeah, but when you stand on the pier, you, you can, can see, see Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah, I didn't take the tour, but I just saw it. Yeah, we thought about taking a tour, but yeah. we were like, ah, yeah, I'm good on it. Bro. Yeah, it's, it's too much bodies and 
spirits and shit. Yeah, there's a whole lot that comes along with going to Alcatraz. Right. Um, and a lot of baggage. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought, I thought that was funny because obviously we know it's not Thug, but they're making it seem like it's Thug sending out these tweets to Michael Phelps, and he responded. So yeah, I think I can make it. That's funny. That's funny as fuck. Bro, looking for uh, <laughs> an escape plan, man. Yeah, because he knows he's not like if <laughs> now. Don't quote me on this, guys. I've heard some word on the street that gun is gonna get released. That's yeah. I don't know if you've heard that too. I've been hearing whispers about that too. Yeah, yeah. Shit, um, the the whispers are uh, around around the hall, mm-hmm. around the street, right? Are that Gunna's Gunna's situation is looking up as it as it pertains to a a bond hearing coming up. But um because Young Thug sits as what they would call a kingpin, mm-hmm. uh he doesn't have much wiggle room. Nah, bro, there's not a lot of leeway with him, unfortunately. Um if they're trying they're trying to give somebody the book right now and it's thug, unfortunately. It's thug. Unfortunately. Um of course when shit plays out, it may end up being somebody else. But right now, it's Young Thug. And that's unfortunate. But, uh, I mean, it's just how the... That's how the uh, judicial system works, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's how the hand is played. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, we're going to have to wait this one out. Yep. Uh, Shout out YSL. We say that all the time. Freedom Boys. (laughs) Always, Uh, man. In the the words of 42 Dog. Freedom Boys. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, we can go ahead and move on. We can move into happier things. Uh, This isn't happy because I'm mad. How the fuck did Lil Baby hit a million dollars at the casino? It's like, bro, how are y'all niggas getting so lucky and you already rich? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I didn't been to the casino multiple times and I ain't never hit for him. Now, he was playing Baccarat. Uh okay. it, it looks like it was it looked like it was easy Baccarat or like there's there's some Baccarat where it was like an easy format to go ahead and get started up and then there's a different one. But um yeah, it looks like he was playing Baccarat. He happened to win an M. Now, Baccarat's one of those games you can fuck around and just come up. Now, I've never seen niggas come up an M. I've seen niggas come up 10, 15 mm. in my face while I was in Vegas. But Damn. yeah, but yeah, like, that's the type of shit where you see niggas put down two, three, four, five, six thousand dollars like playing games right. and then they come back up. You don't win an M off of a hundred dollars, guys. Fuck no. Don't don't think you're going Yeah, yeah. He, he spent he probably spent an M. I was gonna say, yeah, he probably spent an M to yeah. get the M. Right. But um don't think you're going to Louisiana or Vegas or any of these places and putting in um lower lower middle class or average middle class yeah, yeah. <laughs> money on your vacation and coming out like little baby. Nah, not at all, bro. It's high wages. You could you could hit a I've seen some niggas put in put in about a thousand, hit about ten. I seen a nigga last week. Shout out, we both know Jay. Uh, yeah, 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 yo, <laughs> that nigga hit at the casino. How <laughs> much? He had like fifteen bands at the casino, God, man. Damn, boy. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> shout out Jay, that nigga going crazy. Shit. Yeah, he been running up. He been running up bands. But um, that's amazing, man. Yeah, like some people, you got that kind of hand when you go. Obviously, Thanks. baby has that kind of hand when he goes. And it may have been beginner's luck. Who knows? You know, maybe I don't know his gambling life, but um, oh, he's a gambler, little baby. When we came, like when we first got into little baby's rap life, mm-hmm. I remember when baby first came up. Do you not remember how much baby would tell us in interviews? He spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month gambling. 
Damn. Or like he would do that in the hood, just rolling dice. Okay, yeah, you gotta when you see the the documentary, we are gonna talk about that on uh, one seventy two. Yeah, he they was he talks about that as well. Baby has stated he has a gambling problem. Okay, yeah. So uh, and that was back in the 2017, 2018 era. So we haven't seen it for a while because he's been only come up as one of the best rappers in the world. Right. But uh, yeah, I've known for quite some time that he's he's open about saying he has a gambling addiction okay yeah i didn't know that um what's the most you ever hit at a casino you ever hit big no i've only really? probably hit the most probably about 600 i've hit i remember one time on like a penny slot i hit like 1200 okay and then uh one time i was in cancun and bro i like i ain't gonna lie to you i like rigged a slot machine <laughs> i kid you not fam i end up coming home with like like two G's, right? But I hit like I rigged the jackpot. I, I, it was it was weird. I can't remember how I did it, but I figured out. And I was sixteen. You know, you <laughs> you ain't supposed to be gambling. So my mama was sitting next to me, and I was playing the game. And then when I would hit the jackpot, we would just switch seats. Mm. And then you know she signed up, blah, blah blah. But like, I think it might have been like two two or three bands. I remember I came home and I splurged, nigga. I splurged. I was like sixteen, seventeen. I came home and splurged, but I was at the mall. I've never hit like that. Um, the one time I did hit, it was on a cruise. And that's the one time, from what I've heard from books, interviews, documentaries, from niggas, like, if you don't want to get count, like caught counting cards, mm. they say you can count cards all day on a cruise. Like, and you're on a cruise, so nobody can come get you to fuck out. But, uh, like, you'll always be able to come back to the casino. But, uh, right. I'm not telling you niggas to count cards because that's illegal. But uh, exactly, and I'm telling I'm not telling you to gamble at 16 either because that's illegal. <laughs> but I did it. But I'm not telling you niggas not to get money. That's that's <laughs> and that's what that's what we about, nigga. I'm like, hold on. I'm telling you, but I rigged that up. I, I really wish I can remember like exactly what I did, but I, I just figured. I it out. I wish you could too, nigga. <laughs> I, I figured it out, bro. And I was just like, holy shit, we hit the jackpot like three times. Okay. In one sitting, yeah. So, um, now there's some slots. That I go to off of the rip. Do you have any go to slots? Yeah. So when I hit uh, Winstar, I'm really I like the uh, it's like seven jackpot. It's like black and red seven sevens. Um, and I think it's maybe it's a penny slot. I can't remember, but I like that. There's another one called like Quick Hit. That Buffalo Gold is mine. Buffalo Gold. Don't uh, play with me on that Buffalo Gold, nigga. It's another one like a money like money bags or something like that, like a little leprechaun or some shit. Um, but yeah, it's a few, bro. You know, my parents gamble a lot, so oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I I didn't been to the casino every other weekend. Like back when, back when yeah. they were on this side of town, and yeah, I don't know bro. if they still active like that. Okay, yeah, yeah when bro, they were on this side, every other weekend, I'm like, yo, Kari, uh, hop on Xbox real quick. I can't. I'm in Oklahoma. I'm in Winston. <laughs> what the fuck? You're 15, Kari. <laughs> right, bro. Nah, but because like they was always winning. I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's an area. It's called uh, High Stakes. So where you put more in, like so yeah, you put more, but you have a, a higher chance of winning. Yes. So they they go. To oh, I know, areas. I know that area. That's. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! So they be winning a lot, fam. Your mo- like your parents go to the big money area when they get there. So like you, it's still like normal slots, and they have like the dollar, the five dollars, ten, twenty, hundred. Like it go all up. But uh, yeah, but then they had them bitches that you put two hundred in, right? You so five hundred in. So they're not doing that. They still playing just like the normal, maybe five dollars, one dollar, ten dollars. But you in the area where it's high stakes, so you have a higher chance of winning. But you got to sit there and play. That's the thing. You gonna spend. You gotta spend. Okay. You gotta have money to spend. You can't go in there thinking you're just gonna hit one time. You may get lucky, but you gotta play the hell for a minute, 
And then just over time, you have a higher chance of winning, a higher probability of winning. So that's why they be hidden. I was uh I was talking to and it blew my mind because I'm not a huge gambler. Um, even though I love I love Vegas. That's my favorite city to travel to. I love Vegas. Um, but it blew my mind the first time I went going inside the Bellagio, going inside of the Aria. And I'm like, what the fuck is there a closed door for more gamblers in there? And they're like, no, that's the high stakes room. Uh, <laughs> no, what the fuck do you mean high stakes? Right. And they're like, no, 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 no. Those guys that's playing poker in that room, they ain't putting what these guys playing poker on. No, yeah, like yeah. they slapping. Big money. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you any kind of money. Yeah. Lil Baby was in the high stakes room. Yeah, facts. facts. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Lil Baby was not in the regular part of the casino Busting down an M nah, or winning not. an M, he was in that high stakes room and he put in five hundred to win it. Mm-hmm. So gotta yeah, have money man, gotta have money. But uh, he broke it. He broke the fam off. He broke his boys off. He gave everybody like ten. He, I think he gave niggas a ten ball. Uh, love, I, I love it, bro. I uh, found out in this this actual debacle or whatever it is, this instance mm-hmm. that Lil Baby's nickname is Wham. Yeah, he's going by Wham. Uh, and I just found this out too. Drake was calling him Wham. All his friends was calling him Wham. The album that's about to come out, be ready to hear Wham all over that hoe. Yeah, I was like, where is this a childhood nickname? I don't or know where did, that shit came is, from? Is this bro. from being inside Zoom Zooms and Wham Whams? Like, I, w- w- I have no idea where that shit came from. I just seen it, just like how you seen. It, I swear, because I was like, they were like Wham hit for a hundred. Yeah. Wham broke everybody off a ten ball. Wham is. I'm like, <laughs> nigga. Who the, Who the fuck, fuck is it's Wham? <laughs> oh my gosh, which I'm sorry. This brings me into another instance before we get into the next shit. I'm sorry, Pod. Last week we were in here talking about who the fuck is Yasin Bay. Holy shit, bro. I apologize, Pod. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Had I really... The thing about it is... I have seen most Def's name as Yasin Bay. Me too. A multitude of times. I swear. I have to. And when that track dropped, I swear, I listened. I was like, damn, this guy sounds like most Def. This shit is funny. We were like, Yasin Bay, y'all. He must be I was, new. I was, I, was like, like, I was like, how the fuck you pronounce it? I was like, what? Yasin? Yasin? Oh, okay, cool. He went off. Not knowing that's fucking most Def. The the worst part, the stupidest part is I we knew that. Right. I just, we knew just, that. It just didn't click at that time. Oh, oh my gosh. And then we see a headline calling most deaf Yasin Bay. Right. And it's like somebody just punched me in my stomach. And I'm like, yeah, stupid. Uh I apologize, but Yasin Bay is most deaf. Yeah, man, that's 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 on us, you know. We're we're real. We we can admit our mistakes. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm a human. Yeah, we made a mistake, man. That's uh that's most deaf on the JIT album on a song called Stars. One of my favorite songs off that, but yeah, I, I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm so sorry, bro. Like, Sincerest apologies. Oh like, my what? god, feels so stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but we can go ahead. We can get out of little baby. We can get out of Yasin Bay. We can get out of most deaf, and uh, we can actually exit. No. Um. Oh my goodness, the baby. We have one more music topic to talk about. I said in the very intro of the podcast, we were going to get into the baby. So it crossed our phones that the baby was slated to headline or uh, to have a a show in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. He was slated to perform at an arena 
that holds 14,000 plus. Right. He had to cancel that concert. And the news reports show that the reason why he had to cancel was because his show sold less than 500 tickets. That's crazy. In an arena setting built for 14,000 plus. To which I say, what the fuck? Yeah, um, I had the same reaction, man, because I'm like, I know it's 2022. I know the baby has had a lot of controversy and has lost a lot of fans. I know that. He's not the same rapper that he was in 2019. I understand that. But 500? But the baby can still sell out a 14,000 venue, in my opinion. Absolutely. Regardless of how you may feel about him right now, he should sell out. Not even, maybe not even sell out, but he should have more than 500 for a venue that holds 14,000. If we think about the state of Louisiana, I'm not sure what city this was actually in, but if we think about the state of Louisiana and we think about analytics for Lil Baby, I can think of at least 10,000. Easy. He, he should be able to pull at least 10,000 into that arena. Easy, dude. Oh, man. So, what the hell happened here, Corey? So I think this is a case of the promoters. It has to be. Not doing their job, not promoting this concert the right way, um, you know, not advertising tickets. Maybe the, um, the what do you call it, the, the platform that they went through for selling tickets, like Ticketmaster and all those other places. Maybe they dropped Maybe they the didn't ball. advertise that. Maybe that yeah. wasn't some sort of front page thing. Maybe, maybe when you looked at shows somewhere. for the week, yeah. the baby's name didn't show up. And maybe the baby would, didn't like post the shit and, and tweet it and, you know, Instagram it. I don't know. I don't know, but. That's not the baby's job. That's the promoter's job to promote. Right. But I mean, you can throw up a tweet for your show. You don't have to. Yes, I know. Because a lot of niggas don't have to. Like the biggest artist in the world, you don't have to was, announce. That's what I was about going. to say. Yeah. Most artists do not the baby's level. Right, right. When you're the baby level, we're sitting here talking about the baby in the year 2020 going into 21. He does Drake arena numbers. Like, right. we don't have to talk about that nigga. Like, like to he would never have to say I'm gonna be here at blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. What I said to you was, I'm okay if the the baby era is over. I'm okay if the heyday or the limelight or the hit singles of the baby is over. Yeah. And I'm okay to say that it's ended if it's over. I don't think it's over. I think there's more to this. Yeah. So I'm. So look, I know. The baby lost a lot of fans when he did that shit on stage with the, um, mm-hmm. you know, what he said on stage. The, the homophobic slurs, the the HIV misinformation that right. he spread. Now, of course, we forgave the baby. Right. Shit, the whole um, the LGBT community, yeah, yeah, the LGBTQ community. community, yeah, forgave him on behalf. Right. But outside of that, I know he still lost fans. Wait a minute. Did you just try to call me a part of the LGBTQ no, community? What up? <laughs> I said, that. <laughs> I, said I, I forgave him. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we all did. And I was like, wait, 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 wait a minute, nigga. Nah, bro, I wouldn't do you like that, uh, fam. My, my bad, man. And, and no disrespect to anyone. Nah, nah, nah. I just know that's not how you move. Oh, yeah. So no I'm disrespect to, to, to anyone in the culture. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't think, I mean, I, I know he lost a lot of fans, yes. Right. But 
me, I'm just like, bro, this is still the baby. Like, I know this is not Suge the baby, but this is still the baby. He's one of the biggest artists in the world. That's still global the baby. Like, he's still a, a global artist and icon, damn near. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's the best word that I could use in saying, like, all right, this is still. This is still global, the baby. Right. Like, <laughs> like it don't make sense, bro. Like, like you said, there has to be more to this. There has to be more because they were saying there were tickets that were being sold as low as thirty five dollars, and I'm like, y'all not buying them tickets? Maybe New Orleans or Louisiana is not his market. We would have fucked around and went to go see the baby oh, for thirty five dollars. Are you shitting me, nigga? Yes, especially when nobody was there. Would have been front. Oh my god! Imagine if he was at the Gas Monkey or the House of Blues, yeah, and they man. were like thirty five dollars. Pack of the mail. Let's go. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, we never fucking. Sticked up, <laughs> nigga. We never turned. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm, I don't know, man. I think it's, there's gonna be a lot more that still comes from this. Um, but I think the main reason is the promoters. It has to be promotion. Yeah, the baby has enough traction to go anywhere, any state, anywhere. He could sell ten thousand seats in Alaska. <laughs> Bro, he could go anywhere. He could go out of the states, nigga. Oh yeah, of that's course. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you said earlier, he's he's still global. That is still global, the baby. Yeah. So I don't, I don't understand. Now there's an article. This is Double XL. They said the promoters uh, cited multiple business reasons for the show cancellation. Uh, this is quote: We decided to postpone, and that was in our best interest. I I believe that this has something to do with the promoting mm-hmm. or the promoter dropping the ball. Which is why they've allowed to extend rather than just terminate that actual concert. If there were just no sales and it was all on the baby and they were like, well, you can't do the numbers, they wouldn't have postponed it. They would have just said, hey, fuck it. This is probably one of those, hey, our bad. We're going to get this right for November. They fucked up somewhere. This nigga's going to sell this concert out. Yeah. And uh, the the CEO also, it says here, the CEO of the baby's booking agency gave a statement claiming that it was canceled due to a breach of contract. The Baby's New Orleans show was pulled by the artist team due to the promoter uh, being in a breach of contract. The Baby will be back in New Orleans very soon to make it up for his fans. Okay, and you just gave me insight on where in New York, us in New York, New Orleans, it was. Outside of just New Orleans, if there's any state in America that could have given a less of a fuck about the trouble that the baby had gotten in and the cancellation it's louisiana and it's new orleans louisiana so he would have sold this shit out whether he was in hot water or not so this definitely has to be some sort of promotion problem now whether it was a a promotion problem or not or a, a promoter problem like i said the jokes were amazing facts man facts oh my gosh social media they went crazy yeah, I saw somebody say he need to get his CDL. <laughs> That's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Yeah, they said the baby get your CDL. Um, there was there was another DM that you sent. They said be careful out there. Had two tickets to the baby concert in my car. Someone broke in and left three more. <laughs> <laughs> yo, if niggas is breaking in your, like your car to leave you the baby tickets, yo. Yeah, man. The jokes on the baby were fucking hilarious yeah, that shit was funny and he even uh made a little fun of him. i think he had a response he had fun with it yeah bro because i mean it's not affecting him. of course it may seem embarrassing to us but this wasn't his fault like i said he's gonna come back and may not sell out but there's gonna be more than 500 people at that damn show it's at the smoothie king arena right like 
that's where the fucking Pelicans play. Like, he's going to go crazy in there. In the same way as if me and you had a show and we knew we could do the numbers, but there was a promotion issue, I'm going to laugh with social media exactly. because... Because y'all don't even know. Because when I do this show... <laughs> I'm going to have the last laugh. Yeah, and it's packed. I will have the last laugh. Exactly. Um, now... I hope we don't have the last laugh <laughs> on the next show. Right. But um I would I would say we probably we probably uh we're gonna get a full the baby show. Yeah, bro. So do you just to end it off, do you think the baby has fell off? Yes or no? No. No. Okay. Um I don't think there's a such thing as falling off in, in these days times. I think you can lose your steam. But I think because of social media, you have an alleyway to make M's forever. Okay. Now, musically, of course, he's not Suge the baby anymore. Of course. But just like we said a couple of weeks ago, it only takes one more hit or one hit song mm-hmm. for all of those fickle ass, hating ass fans that said that the baby used the same sound, mm-hmm. the baby's over. And I'm not even trying to sound like a the baby stand, but it only takes one hit song for everybody to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he just has to provide it. And I know he got one. Uh, he told us that the album was supposed to be coming soon. Like the, We thought it was in the August, but it's going to be sometime in September. Like He's going to drop an album. He got one of those on and the he's way. He's going to have one on there. I'm sure of it. Baby on Baby 2? You're oh, not dropping. He is naming it that. You're not dropping Baby on Baby 2 without a hit on okay. your album. Yeah, or without a few of them. He be all right, bro. You better put some shit with some bop in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. He better, he better got some shit with some bop in it. Oh, God, bro. It's <laughs> over, nigga. <laughs> nigga, oh, you better got some shit with some bop in it. Nah, bro. He be all right, fam. Shout out Watch to the band. swerving. Man. That whip had a cop in it. Facts. Uh, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and get out of there now. Now we're out of the rap scene. Or we still have a couple of rap things we could do if we want to get in the rap ones first. You want to take rap first? Yeah, yeah. Might as well. All right. Megan Thee Stallion has announced that she is going to be the newest member of Disney Plus's Marvel Studios new show, She-Hulk. Yeah, so have you um, have you caught episodes of this? I've seen like previews, but I haven't watched it. No, myself. shout out Channing. Uh, I let Channing know on Tuesday that I'd love her less if she didn't get the Disney Plus subscription back. Uh, she, she renewed it. She reinstated it. I love her just the same now. Oh, um, so I have a lot of Marvel Studios television shows to catch up on. Okay. She-Hulk is actually something that I've wanted to watch because I've been fiending for a new Hulk. We haven't had a new Hulk movie since like 04, 05 or some shit like yeah, that. Very long time. Um, So any Hulk I can get, I, I I have heard there's a new Hulk on the way, but um, any Hulk I can get, yeah, I'm going to watch this. And anytime we integrate the rap culture mm-hmm. into this, y'all might think I'm a Meg hater. I can't wait to see this. No, yeah, this this is amazing. This is big ups. Anytime a rapper can cross over and, and go to TV or movies or any industry outside of their main industry, that's that's big. For sure. Get your Will Smith on. Of course. Um, now- Get jiggy with it. She-Hulk, is this the one where uh, it's like a lawyer or an attorney? Yes, attorney okay. at law, some shit okay, like that. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. But yeah, shout out to Meg, man. I'm, I'm going to definitely, I'm going to check that out just to see, you know, what it's talking about. She's making moves. Now, of course, this is not really our sector, but you can make a, a little comparison. She was in an interview and she said that she wants to redo uh, Bring It On and she wants to play Gabrielle Union's role. Oh, shit. All of the women in the comment session said, fuck no. Really? Yeah, to, I mean, of course, we wouldn't have a problem with it. 
I mean, yeah, because she's gonna look fucking amazing. Oh my god! And that little little green and red that fucking uh, Gabrielle had on. But I understand the ladies the same way. If let's see, if little baby came out and they were like, he was like, yeah, if we rebooted Boys in the Hood, I want to play Ice Cube. I would be like, (laughs) shut the fuck up, buddy. For them, for bring it on for the ladies, that's a hood classic. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I I think she would play it well, but maybe like like you said, I can't connect the way that they connect with Bring It On, so it's, I can't really say. It's one of those classics to yeah. where like imagine a rapper in these days times tell us they want to be Nino Brown. Right. No, you can't be Nino Brown, or they want to be Kane from Menace. No, you can't be Kane. I'm having a fit. <laughs> None of you niggas could be I'll Kane. Say, okay. I, I'm Kane. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a fit. Bro. I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> Facts. No cap. Yeah, but so I understand the ladies now. Yeah, yeah. Us, we're thinking about it from a look standpoint and. And I'm thinking about it from just a new 2022, three, four, whatever it is, yeah. movie coming out as Bring It On. She'd murk that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if we're giving her the same name as Gabrielle Union, I can see why the the ladies fan base, they're going to have an issue with that yeah. because Gabrielle, she 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 was that for them back mm-hmm. then. Um, But yeah, that's that's all I wanted to bring up, Mag. Shout out, Mag. Um, we got a couple more or just maybe one more rap. Corey, <laughs> how the fuck did Stacy Dash not know that DMX was passed away? How hey, the f- I don't know, bro. DMX, he died during, did he die last year during the pandemic? I think it was last year. Let's yeah, let's confirm that. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna make sure I get this confirmed. Yeah, he died April 9th, two thousand twenty one. Twenty one. So okay. just over a year ago, maybe a year and three four months, something like that. Right now. Stacy Dash has said that she has been clean for the last six years. She's on the um the College Hill, the new College Hill reboot. Yeah, I've watched that entire thing. I watched the first couple episodes, but even on the first episode, she came in. You know, everybody was having fun drinking. They got her right the fuck out of there. But she even said on the episode she's clean. Now in this video where she's crying because she just found out that DMX has been dead for over a year, she mentions. I've been clean for six years to this day. And I'm like, there is no way that mm-hmm. you've been clean. No way. And you don't know that DMX has passed away. Maybe she was just like under a rock. Maybe she was Come on, bro. not on social media when DMX passed away. A year and some change? No, yeah. Now, that's one of those things. Like a year what? and some change. And you're a celebrity. This shit was all around the world. This is a global figure. Like, this shit was on, like, CNN. You live in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm not going for that, bro. How the fuck do you not know that one of the biggest... I mean, of course, I know he's from Yonkers, New York, and he didn't necessarily reside in California, but you're a celebrity. That's one of those in-the-circuit kind of things that someone just taps you. Like, like, a DMX pass. I was going to say, like, that's a text message that you get. From from your mom or somebody, you know? We got text messages that DMX passed. Exactly. If we were here, like, and we weren't on the level of potting that we were on, like, that we're on now. Right. If I was getting my phone hit up by people that DMX passed away, no, somebody hit Stacey Dash, who's been in feature films since 1995. <laughs> Come on now. Unless she's been under a rock, like you said. Who, the way she's crying, obviously... New DMX. <laughs> right. I guess they had a relationship. The yeah. Way she's and, making the scene. Yeah. And we're not trying to say they had some sort of like no, extensive friendship, relationship, yeah, friendship, yeah. acquaintance, Business, something like that. Relationship, yeah. yeah. Industry relationship, whatever. But um, I just found that to be weird. First off, like, why are you making a video crying anyways? Um, Drugs. 
that's the only answer dude. like i promise you, say, you. I, I, would you like me to tell you exactly why <laughs> she, she's talking about she's clean and i'm like stacy dash i really i don't know no no i i uh i'm gonna go ahead and doubt she's clean and then bro when you have people in the comments like tyrese is on your ass talking about ain't no way this is real everybody in the comment section was saying that uh either this is not real she's crazy or she was living under a rock for the last year or she on that shit she is on that shit. <laughs> That's the only explanation, bro. I swear. She on that cocaina. Yeah. Uh, she dad's been fucked up for a while though. Yeah, I know. It sucks to see though. I like, know, bro, because you know she's like on that Republican shit. Nah, she she's just she's different, man. This is not the clueless Stacy Dash. And that's what I was going back to. The worst part about this is Stacy Dash was a fucking dime yeah bro i used to love stacy dash back in the day stacy i of course i grew up with sisters so yeah. i grew up watching clueless right oh my god she's yeah amazing in there bro i'm talking about beautiful yeah. gorgeous drop like drop dead gorgeous yeah. Yeah. and uh, it's not like she lost it or anything no, like yeah, that she, she's, yeah, she's, she's still, still gorgeous good, yeah it's just she's just crazy as a motherfucker you can tell that uh <laughs> the substance was was a factor in her life yeah. at some point whether yeah. it was now today yesterday 15 years ago six years ago like she stated yeah whenever. yeah you can you can see when substance has affected somebody mm-hmm. no matter what substance it is right. um and it, it's sad because uh she was she was one of the ones mm-hmm. especially for us she was yeah. one of the first big commercial actors in the 90s for the black community that was like doing movies not just with us but she was crossing over into white america yep and now that's where she resides oh for sure <laughs> she don't claim us at all she's no white more, now bro. yeah i'm i'm we always knew she either had a white mother or, or yeah, father yeah. she only rocked with that nigga now though yeah, she, don't, she don't claim his side at all <laughs> whoever was black in the family oh my gosh she don't even go to the picnics yeah, no family reunions none of that it's crazy to see man she don't go to hood day uh <laughs> good day oh my gosh <laughs> she don't be a hood day in the city <laughs> at the park and she eating barbecue oh my gosh we ain't she ain't been a hood day. Nothing, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, was that it that we have for rap? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's move out of rap. Unless you wanted to consider Nick Cannon rap, but <laughs> that's that's probably as bad as rap gets. But uh, <laughs> no, we can we can move on. We're still in rap, actually. Um, Rick Ross, this is rap food. He announced over the last week that Wingstop would be now featuring twelve different new chicken sandwiches now they've never done chicken sandwiches before mm-hmm. um wingstop announced the chicken sandwich in 12 different flavors right every flavor that they have in wings basically mm-hmm. now for um a chicken sandwich yeah so um you know we we always kind of speculated when wingstop would go this route yes you know we they, did. they did the thighs first and we were like thighs we were stop like, we were like what the fuck is that yeah um, and then, but you know, everybody was on the chicken sandwich wave. So we were like, bro, when is Wingstop gonna go? And you know, now it's here finally. That's another thing. Um, and not trying to be some sort of conspiracy theorist or anything like that. No, nah, I already know you're going. Oh, no. I, I was gonna say that's one of the reasons why there's chicken strips because they continue to have a shortage of chicken legs and wings. Yeah, man. <laughs> Which is why they had thigh stops. Ain't that shit weird though? Yes, it's very weird because how the fuck do you have so many thighs and there are legs and wings attached to that same chicken? 
Yeah, I don't understand. And and we've been out at places. Um, we've ate. Uh, where was we at? Wing bucket. Where well, you saw those super wings, bro? Like this shit is so GMO. Steroid days, wings, bro. Like those were steroid wings. That shit was big as fuck. And they were real boned, like bone in wings. Yeah. And then like after a while, I kind of lose my appetite, like because I can just get thinking in my head. I'm like, this shit is injected, bro. It's GMO, like. Shit is disgusting. When you think about that second batch of Popeye sandwiches and yeah. the, the Popeye sandwiches now, yeah, those are GMO sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> Even the Wingstop shit, like I haven't tried it yet, but I just I kind of have a funny feeling about that. Like I want to try it; looks appealing, but at the same time, I'm just like, where is this shit coming from? Kari, that original hot sandwich. It should look good. Looks so fucking. Good. Yeah, bro. The lemon pepper looks crazy as well. The barbecue one. And they just added the new flavor, the honey hot. They got the honey hot chicken sandwich too. Ha- Do they? I'm asking you. I I'm not sure. Now, have you ever tried the honey hot wings? I haven't. I know you said the most buzzing. Corey, those wings are fucking insane. Yeah. But They're I told you, I, I don't really like. I don't either. The honey. I'm. I'm not a honey hot nigga. Yeah, I'm not a honey on my wing type nigga, bro. You don't taste honey like that. This okay. this is literally um this is just enough honey to make the wings like, like that savory sweet sa- hot. Not soggy, but gotcha. they have that little taste on it, gotcha. but like they going to kick you. See, that's they, that's the issue. I've had honey hot wings and it's just like, bro, it's honey dripping off this. So I don't like that. There's no honey dripping off of this. Um this might be the best flavor of wings I've had at Wingstop outside of Original Hot. Okay. I'm not bullshitting. Better than the lemon pepper? I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, man. <laughs> Wait, hey, on, bro. Is, uh, Wingstop lemon pepper undefeated. Is it bad to say that Wingstop lemon pepper boneless is harder than Wingstop lemon pepper bone in? Now, everywhere else or and everything else at Wingstop, I eat bone in. Mm-hmm. That bone out uh, lemon pepper, that shit is a little different, man. Yeah, they got, they got one of the best lemon peppers out. I ain't going to lie, but... Um, the chicken sandwich, I'm going to try it. Now, I did see on Twitter. Yeah, I knew you were going to get into this. I did see a lot of people who have tried it, and they got a bad batch. They got raw chicken sandwiches. They weren't fully cooked all the way. You so. said you saw a lot of those. Bro, I saw multiple people posting pink sandwiches. Yeah, it's it. this comes from niggas that have been cooking wings for the last 30 years that don't know how to make sandwiches <laughs> like damn where's the where's the training this is not a thigh this is not a wing this is not a leg this is not a breast like damn how do they make breasts there mm, no nah, i don't think so okay okay i don't think so but like how do you fuck that up bro that's that's just be my thing i get you like yes we've been doing this for so long and they just threw some new shit on us but i'm just like was there not a communication was there not training uh, did they not say you need to leave it in a couple more minutes? Like, what what's really going on here? If I go somewhere and my shit is raw, I'm going to set that bitch off. This is my thing. And, I, man, we know Wingstop. It be hood niggas. Yeah. Um, I've worked in a kitchen before. I'm not proud of it. But um, in college, I worked in that cafeteria. Everyone that's worked in a cafeteria knows that when food is done, you stick a thermometer in it and it has to reach 165 degrees for you to pull that bitch out the fryer. They obviously are not doing such. Yeah. If that meat is raw on the inside, no. That shit's disgusting, bro. No way. That means it's still pink and cold, even though the outside is hot. They're not cooking it long enough. 
Yeah, so it, it's not hitting that 165. Niggas are not doing their due diligence. Exactly. So um They probably don't want to sell that shit. Extra work. I'm going <laughs> I'm going back in the kitchen when I when y'all niggas make my sandwich. <laughs> Facts. I'm standing over, I'm micromanaging. Or I'm gonna get my shit just extra crispy. Something. Because mm. bro, if I'm telling you, if I bite into a sandwich and it's not done. I've never had that shit happen before where niggas get like raw food. That's like one of my worst fears, bro. Cause I don't know how I would react. That shit would like Especially because the pictures that I've seen, people are like halfway through the sandwich, bro. And then they get to it and it's pink. And I'm just like, oh, no. I mean, you might as well finish that point. Hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> Ain't no way. You're already halfway there. No. Nah, halfway, halfway, halfway there. there. Halfway, halfway there. there. Halfway there. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. It was just funny because we both knew exactly how to like decrescendo and get this fucking mic away from us Thanks. to sound quieter. Thanks, bro. That's hilarious. That was that Kendrick moment. Uh, mm-hmm. And if I die before y'all, what was that? Uh, I probably live longer than you and never fade away. Y'all never fade away. Y'all never fade away. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, he faded away. <laughs> this nigga's the gold. Like, this nigga's a genius, bro. When that fucking line came out when Kendrick Lamar faded away mm-hmm. after saying he would never fade away. Goaded. That was good kid, right? Was that, that was good. good that was sing about me. Damn. Yeah, sing about me. Sing about me. Also, the uh, if I die before album drop, boom, boom, boom. When, that was. When well, I'm saying the song. Yeah, I'm that was. That's it's, it's the same song. And if I right? die before your album drop, I hope. God damn! What a song, bro. Dude, what a genius. Yeah, man. That's crazy. What a genius. That's crazy. Quick little pocket because I know we need to go ahead and move on. A lot of niggas on Twitter were saying the Jid's album was better than Kendrick Lamar's. Shut up. I mean, there were a multitude of niggas that said Kendrick Lamar's album did not stand or hold a candle to Jid's album. Wow. Lyrically. Really? Now, I know I said Jid's going to have one of the best albums of the year, but it's not beating Mr. Morale in the big steppers. Kendrick put out a masterpiece, and that's not taken away from Jid. I love that album, but... I think Kendrick's overall message stands taller than Jid's album. Agreed. I think that if Jid's message stood taller than Kendrick's, his lyrical ability was enough to to, to stand over it. Yeah, I mean, Jid wrapped his ass off, yes. Um, I'm not going to disagree with that, but damn, I, I didn't see that. I know I told you a lot of people were saying, you know, album of the year contender, things like that, but I didn't see anybody pin him against Kendrick. That's, oh, I saw a few. That's crazy. And it just, um, there's just a certain level of gut punching, heart wrenching mm-hmm. that Kendrick reaches that Jid would have to reach to be able to enter the hearts of the fans rather yeah. than just the minds with his lyricism. Yeah. He He's not there yet. He's got to touch hearts yeah. to get to that Kendrick level. Fact. That's what we doing over here at the Rise and Grind podcast. We touching fucking hearts <laughs> and souls, oh nigga. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But let's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we can move on from that. Twitter. Twitter always is some shit, man. I said this. I always say I, I said this. Because um, we do We say yeah. shit Well yeah We speak about a lot of this stuff Before we talk about it on the pod Yeah Twitter has become A very wide Space For pornography For uh, the last like Almost five years I would say Damn but, near But what I will say is Within the last two years Twitter has damn near Turned into 50% Twitter, 50% porn. Like, I mean, you nah, can type in one word and get to exactly what you want. On You can type the word lick 
into Twitter and and scroll down the latest or top tweets for the rest of the night on porn. And it's hella pages, bro. Like you just see it. Like even if you're not looking for it, no, I'm looking for it. Right, but even, <laughs> even if you're not though, you'll accidentally like brush up against that shit, and then you're like, oh shit, how do I even get in this in this deep hole right here now? Like you said, I'm I'm in a whole thread of just sex and porn. Sex and porn. Like people um, really be posting their shit on Twitter, bro. I know it's lovely. Oh, it's <laughs> lovely. Now, what I will say is, you OnlyFans bitches. God, God, oh, I shouldn't have called them. Did I? Yeah, I mean, oh man, that's all good. I didn't bro. mean to call them that word. Nah, yeah. You OnlyFans sex workers. Yeah, there you go. I don't even want to jinx myself. Or or take away from my my actual Twitter timeline, mm-hmm. but um, you guys shouldn't post so much naked content if you guys wanted to have OnlyFans. Thanks, bro. You posting that shit for free? Like it'd be like you show everything and then you say click the link for more. I already got enough. Like, like no, I nutted already. <laughs> I can make a whole compilation of your media thread and be good. What I need to go to your OnlyFans for? I nutted. <laughs> I've already done. Like I finished. Like I don't need to pay you anymore. Right, bro. I don't think they understand. I get you. Like you got to get content, but they be showing a lot. Yeah, they be they, showing a lot. Bro. They they show more than like if I was a businessman or woman on the platform of OnlyFans, I wouldn't be showing that much. I would only be showing enough to to get you to that link. Yeah, I was gonna say to get you over there. But we brought this up to get into the fact that Twitter. Had actually, actually, my apologies, pondered the thought of opening their own form of OnlyFans. Their Twitter had their own plans to start an OnlyFans-like side that launched pornography. Mm-hmm. But from what it seemed, there's so much porn on Twitter already that they couldn't clean it up if they tried. <laughs> That's crazy. That's fucking <laughs> insane just based on everything we said though bro twitter is really like that yes like for real twitter porn like it's i I promise it's to the point where if you were to go to my safari you would not find any porn it's all done on twitter (laughs) like like www what nigga (laughs) i use a search engine nigga (laughs) on twitter it's crazy bro but yeah like it's it's crazy that they couldn't even start their sex worker launch line or that they couldn't launch their other platform for sex work because there's so much porn they couldn't rid it. You know how much porn that is? No, nah, I was going to say that. It sucks, but yeah, if you're really looking at the grand scheme of things, that is ridiculous that it's that much illegal content, I guess you want to call it, or porn activity on the site already where you can't even get rid of it all. That's millions on millions of videos, Corey. Nah, yeah, that's crazy, bro. And that's even, that's past the content team that takes down certain videos. Yeah, because it is shit that gets pulled, but. Oh, yeah, there's certain things that, like, um, the same the all. same thing with um, OnlyFans. I think blood and lactation automatically get removed from anything. Really? I mean, unless you're on like a strict porn website, but yeah, like blood and um, lactation from like milk, titties, yeah. things like that. Yeah, um, get that out of here. Yeah, 
<laughs> I saw somebody say that's how you can tell a man made this fucking website up. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, oh shit, they're they're right. <laughs> I was say they're on to it. Like, oh, fuck, they're right, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, we don't have to stay into that. I wanted to get onto the Twitter thing. Um, you had something that you wanted to talk to about Bank of America. Yeah, man. Let me get to it. So they they actually are working on kind of it's they're they're trying to help black people and they're trying to help Mexicans as far as uh, to be able to buy homes. So they're calling it the affordable loan solution, which aims to make sustained home ownership attainable for more black and Hispanic families offering zero down payments and zero down uh, zero closing cost mortgages. So they're actually trying it out in Dallas, believe it or not. This is fucking. It says it'll come okay, available. We're gonna have to bleep that. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> she just slid off the mouth. <laughs> oh my god, bro! But no, it's gonna be available in uh, Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, and Miami. The new mortgage called uh, the Affordable Loan Solution, like I said, aims to help eligible individuals and family attain an affordable home loan to purchase a home. Now, didn't we hear back then? Yes, the subprime mortgage loan crisis. That's why I said this is the stupidest fucking thing that's ever happened. Yes, we're already about to enter a recession. Right. The subprime mortgage loan crisis is what brought on the recession. Right. Do you know how many family members directly (laughs) that I had that Bill Clinton gave those people those those loans mm-hmm. to to get those homes or cleared them or approve those people for those loans that they knew that they couldn't afford or mm-hmm. th- those those houses that they knew they couldn't afford and my family members got foreclosed on don't buy into this nah yeah bro i know it sounds good don't buy into that that entire subprime mortgage loan crisis fucked the economy for years and i like i i know the student loan forgiveness, they're, they're letting us know anyway that Biden's already shooting us towards uh, a recession. Don't do it. Yeah, I just wonder, bro. I saw somebody post it. So I was like, let me read up on this and get some more information. It sounds good. It sounds great. Um, they may give you like a, a zero, you know, mortgage or whatever, a loan. But we've heard the stories where black people get fucking discriminated when you're trying to sell a home when they're trying to buy a home we just heard one i was gonna say they raise the prices or they appraise you for a lesser value when they know that you're black you know it's just so much shit that goes on when it when it when it comes to this industry so you really shouldn't trust everything that you see we just saw that instance all over the social media the past couple weeks that they valued the house at like four hundred thousand dollars or something like that because they were black right um when they said that they were white it sold for like seven Mm mm-hmm that shit, bro, that shit really makes me mad. Yeah, and there's a push and pull, and I'm already seeing the push and pull in comment sections because mm-hmm. that is what you would consider racism, but I've seen some people look at this and say, this is racism. Really? Why couldn't the whites get the zero down <laughs> is what they're saying. They're saying- I'm not as, I mean, they have a point. That's- ah, They have a point, bro. I know. And they it, have a point. I, they do. Yeah, they have. They, they have were like, "This is complete and utter racism." Why can't I get a house for zero down? Damn. And I was like, "Oh shit! I've never seen your side of the of the ballpark." Right. It's crazy. 
because they never see our sign either. But no, yeah, no, yeah, they didn't. They didn't see it when we got value low. Right. Well, we didn't get into the home, even though, <laughs> even though my <laughs> wife and me make a hundred thousand dollars. We're doctors. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We're doctor and we're the fucking Huxtables. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, nah, bro. That shit is crazy. But um, the 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 fucking like housing industry right now, it's kind of up and down, anyways. Um, I think it's a what they call it a seller's market right now. I think prices are like super high based on just what I've been hearing and what I've been researching. But um, if you're looking to buy a home, bro, just be smart. Really find you a good realtor. Don't be like my ex. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm just playing, man. Shit, y'all just playing, man. Whoa, whoa. I'm just playing, man. Shout out to yeah, her, man. man. For sure, for sure. If you're looking to buy a house, man, big ups to you. Good luck. Uh, just try not to trust these, uh, these, these, these mortgage agencies, these banks, because they really have it out for us. Absolutely. They definitely do. For sure. Where are we at next, Corey? Uh, let's get into Nick Cannon, and then we, we'll move out of that just real quick. Nick Cannon has nine kids. Nick Cannon has another baby on the way, bro. And I swear he just had a baby like yesterday. That's his eighth, ninth, or tenth baby on the way. I think this may be his tenth. Okay. I've seen some people say it's ninth. Some people say it's tenth. I see why it might be hard to catch up or keep up. I just want to know, like, what's the plan at this point? Um, He said that he wants to spread his seed because he knows he has lupus and he's pretty right. sure he'll die from it. Okay, I get that. And then... I understand you, but you get to a certain point and it's like, damn, how, like, when, when does it stop? And this is my thing, bro. You can't be in everybody's lives. You're still a superstar yourself and you're having kids with multiple women. You can't be at everybody's basketball game at the same time or, or piano lessons or swimming, whatever it may be. Like you can't be there supporting Everybody, I understand you may want to leave a legacy behind because you may not have too many years left. I'm just like, damn, Nick Cannon, like, nigga, where are you I'm going to bring in the conversation that we brought in last time. Do you know how many women would die to have a baby and their baby father just get the fuck out of the way and pay them so they can have them and their child, a.k.a. their best friend? Yeah. Without the father. No, yeah. I mean, and unfortunately, a lot of women are okay with that. Um, and Nick seems to be okay with it. So, yeah, I mean, you hear that story all the time, bro. But nine, eight, nine, ten, whatever it is, I'm just like, damn, when when do you stop? But I said this before, him and Elon, you know, that's what that's what they're contributing to, <laughs> to society, bro. They're just having babies. Like, that's all they're doing. That's their contribution to the world. Society just have babies. Um. Yeah, I feel like Nick Cannon's put a lot forward towards the hip hop culture as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, out and out the comedy culture, the, the sketch comedy culture, of course. Um, and he did knock up Mariah Carey. So absolutely, big ups. He has the twins. He has the, I think the highest rated and the long. Like, yeah, he has the highest rated show on MTV or the the highest something like that. And like the longest ten is it ten year. On, is, that, is that the word on MTV two? I, I think was because because what's the uh, ridiculous? ridiculous <laughs> you ain't fucking with ridiculousness. Them niggas are good. I'm like, bro, I love them. There are memes and comedy videos and pictures on how um, what is what is it? Um, uh, Rob, 
Rob, no, it was Rob Deerdick and uh, Chanel West, Chanel Coast, West Coast, and then I forget the other guy's name, bro, the black guy. I can't remember. He's he's on there on and off, but um, it's really Chanel West Coast mm-hmm. and and Rob Deerdick. Yeah, they're gonna be on there until they until they kick the fucking bucket, bro. I'm like, how do y'all have this many episodes of this shit? They, it's insane. They must have just nonstop recording like seven days a week, bro, because ridiculousness is on every time you turn your TV to MTV. Um, I don't know how people don't get fucking tired of the show. Yeah, bro. I mean, I've, I've watched it. I watched it a lot growing yeah, up. We, but, of course we did. But after a while, I'm like, yo, I got to turn this shit off. I can't keep watching this nigga. Like Steelo Brim. That was his name. name. Steelo Brim. Okay. You look like Steelo Brim. Steelo Brim. We can ask nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it, bro. <laughs> Love that, man. <laughs> they stuck that in. They've even have spinoff shows towards it now i'm not really? sure how many of them are still on they had an amazingness they had a deliciousness they had an adorableness and they had a messiness and that was on mtv as well messiness was um snookies okay from what i believe um adorableness was hosted by a guy named james davis um deliciousness i saw deliciousness a couple times I forgot who that was hosted by, but it was it was someone famous. I think Kel did this. Kel from Keenan and Kel. Okay, I was I swear I was going to say, is it delicious from Flavor Flav? That's what I was thinking. I know bro. this nigga didn't just do this shit right now. <laughs> I swear to God. Now I'm thinking that. about that big old fat ass ass <laughs> and them dimples, big ass lips and mm, shit, bro. She had a fat ass yeah, ass. Bro. I don't know why I like saying we got a fat ass ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fucking thing. Um, wow. But amazingness. Was actually Rob Deerdick too, but yeah, I've never seen that. It lasted one fucking season, back in like 2017. Okay, but um, they've they've had so many spinoffs. Rob Deerdick can do no wrong when it comes to MTV. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I watched a Rob Deerdick or Robin Big documentary. Mm-hmm. They didn't even like Robin Big is what blew Rob Deerdick to do all of his adventures at MTV. Mm-hmm. They never even wanted to do Robin Big. Rob had to beg them, like, to put Big on. So they just wanted Rob. And then when Big got on, it was the biggest fucking hit MTV had ever. It was the highest rated MTV show to date back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, Robin Big was amazing, man. Yeah, and and Christopher Big Black Boykins, um, he was the fucking star of the show, even outside of Rob. Absolutely. Rest in peace. Rest and in it, peace, it yeah. sucks that they were at odds when he passed away, man. That that sucks. Yeah, I hate that, bro. Um, but you know, they they were brothers forever. Yeah. Um <laughs> Bro. <laughs> let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and move on, man. <laughs> Serena Williams, man. Serena Williams is in the U.S. Open, and this is her last time around. She's announced she's retiring. Yeah. This is it, and she's looking to be the U.S. Open champion one time again, or one more time, should I say. Yeah, man. She's uh, she's balling out so far. Um, you know, as of right now, as of today, she did beat um, the last match she played, the number two ranked person. Yeah, I, I couldn't say her name, but I was watching it up until yeah. the point where we had the pod. Yeah, and uh, she won, like I said, so she's moving on in the U.S. Open. Um, but this is just great. Uh, she had a Time magazine where she announced, you know, that this is the last run, the last dance. So The Ser- last dance. The last dance, right. But Serena's just an all-time great athlete. Um, 
you hate to see you know athletes retire but you know it's it's life man eventually they can't play forever um but i'm, I'm just glad to see her so far competing you know she has had a lot of injuries in the past but she's competing still at a high level she's had her daughter at the uh matches there's been a lot of people i've seen queen latifah i've seen a lot of people at the matches watching her so this has just been amazing to see bro like i'm enjoying i haven't caught a match yet but just oh yeah I have. just everything that's a, surrounding it um I've, i'm enjoying what i'm seeing so oh there was it was star studded mm-hmm. uh last night there was the williams family of course yeah. sitting with the williams family tiger woods damn um i saw gladys knight i saw spike lee um i mean just Mike Tyson, we saw that video of Mike Tyson, Tyson high as hell, talking to himself. Now, everybody talks to himself. He was high as shit. Yeah, he was out that shit. Um, it just, it's great to see the community. Dion Warwick was there last night. Um, it's, it's just amazing to see everybody come out to see this one more time. I actually, I've been pricing these tickets to go to send Mom, Dukes, and Glenn to go see uh, Serena if she's really? able to do this. Yeah, these are some high price ass tickets. But if I'm able to do that shit, I'm able to do that shit. Um where's uh where's it at? It's New York. New York, okay. Yeah, the Arth- the Arthur Ashe uh spot. New York, okay. But they have the US open in the same place every year. But what I will say, that number two girl, Serena, Serena won. It was a battle. That shit wasn't easy for Serena. She had Serena now, of course, Serena's the greatest. They call her You've seen plenty of publications call Serena the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah, yeah. For um, years. Yeah. Not not tennis player. Yeah. The greatest athlete Never. of all time. All time yeah. Um, but you know, age got Mike. Age got Kobe. Yeah. Age is getting Braun right now. Ooh, you're twenty <laughs> for Braun, yeah. bro. Age is age is getting Braun. The greatest of the, the greatest of the greats. Age got Barry Bonds. Age got A Rod. Age got uh Derek Jeter, yeah. it, it it just happens. Age age is gonna get messy one day. Age yeah. got Cristiano Ronaldo. It, it just happens, and you. I'm seeing it now. She's the greatest. But looking at 19, 18, 19, 20 year olds that she's still going back and forth with, they got her running up that motherfucking tennis court like yeah, yeah. back and forth. Like you could see she's tired. Yeah. Um. I told you she's been banged up too. But she's a champion. Like yeah. she's she is resilient, dude. Like. Yeah. She's in a mode. She was hurt a little bit earlier this year, but she's in a mode that she she hasn't tapped into in a minute. I really hope she gets to go out on top, bro. I do too. And even if she doesn't, it's gonna be felt forever. Yeah, still a great run. Like you beating the number two ranked player in the world, like that's that's amazing. Regardless of what happens next. Yeah, and she's not number one anymore. Like, oh uh, yeah, she ain't been number yeah, one for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and um. What I was saying to my mom, Dukes, and Channing while we were watching the match is what says something to me is this is Serena Williams going up against, like you said, the number two tennis player in the world. And whether the number two tennis player in the world beat her by a landslide or lost, you'll never remember that girl's name ever again. Because, and Channing was saying that too. All those cheers, the hoorays, the claps, none of them were for her. Yeah. They were all for Serena Williams. It was like she had no supporters in the crowd. It's it's 
everybody came to see the last dance of Serena Williams. I was going to say, regardless of whoever she matches up against, it's going to be like that. Yeah, it's it's just like, no matter who it is, it's Serena Williams versus. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your name is because we're not going to remember it after anyway. We just remember that you lost to Serena. <laughs> that's yeah. all anybody that's ever played Serena, unless you're Venus. <laughs> In the last 20 years is known is that you lost to Serena. I don't know your name, mm-hmm. but I remember your face and you lost to Serena. The only other one that I remember is the girl that beat Serena uh, at the beginning of her career in the King Richard movie. But um, other than that, no, nobody else knows anybody that beat Serena unless it was Venus beating Serena. Did, uh, did Naomi beat Serena at one point? She be somebody. No, it I don't may think. Not been Serena. I don't think Naomi and, and uh, Serena, have, Serena played. have ever played. Okay, but she, Naomi had beat somebody that was like prominent at that time. Yeah. Um. But regardless of that, man, like I said, it's it's good to see Serena still being able to compete at this high of a level for at, sure. At this point in her career, at this age, like we said, she's been banged up. She's on her last leg. You know what I'm saying? It's the last dance, like we said. But still, just seeing her compete, seeing the love, seeing the Time Magazine hopefully seeing her go out on top seeing all the support i love it um and it's just she's had a great run bro and you hate to see you know things come to an end but all great things eventually come to an end like you mentioned absolutely it's inevitable bro so um i'm gonna keep up with that i know you're gonna be watching as well Uh, i hope she goes out on top man i don't know like how many matches are are still remaining i don't know like the bracket how i said i don't know because i haven't tapped in but um She's moved on, like we said. So, you know, hopefully she'll she'll keep moving on, keep pushing, and hopefully she walks out of there as crown of champion, man, for the last time. Now, if I'm that number one girl, there's nothing on planet Earth I would love more than to wipe that motherfucking smile off of Serena's face on your last day. Oh yeah, you like, you definitely want to be remembered for that. I would like to be remembered as the one as the one that took Serena down the last time. Absolutely. Like imagine if somebody would have locked Kobe up on his last night. Right. And they <laughs> scored sixty fucking points. Like, like I'm not playing with you. And now of it's course crazy. of course some of that was not He he scored sixty sixty points for him winning the hoop. Yeah. They could have contested a lot of that and he wouldn't have had sixty points that night. I mean they God rest Kobe's soul. They gave Kobe 60 that night. Like, Kobe would have had 40. They gave Kobe 60. <laughs> he was playing hard, though. He was, he was, a, he was a different animal in the same beast. That he night. was a different animal, same beast. Yeah. But it was like, oh, they're, they're not playing any defense because it's Kobe's last. This is last game. Oh, oh he's got 58. Give him these. <laughs> it was actually Somebody like, foul him. It was Gordon Hayward guarding his ass. He gave that nigga the business, say, bro. Matter of fact, <laughs> Kobe did score 60. <laughs> I was say, he gave Hayward the business, Holy bro. shit. 60 on your way out, man. Yeah, if, I'm sorry. If I'm Gordon Hayward, I'm going to make this the toughest night you've ever had. Like, what? I'm going hard at you, Kobe would have been pissed off that, like, my last night, you're not treating me like I need to be tra- No, I'm going to fuck you no, up your last night. I would have fouled out. Nigga, I'm going to fuck that Achilles <laughs> up again. Like, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> it's basketball. I'm chop blocking this nigga. Facts, bro. There would have been so much stuff going on. I'm shit talking. I'm, I'm talking about your wife. Oh my gosh. God rest Kobe's soul, man. Absolutely, man. But um, this, this is not about Kobe. This is about Serena. I hope Serena takes this home. Um, but for the fans of of whoever number one is, that more than likely will see her in the finals if she's able to make it to the final. Mm-hmm. Um. She ain't gonna be bullshit either because number two was was gunning for her. Yep. Um, but shout out Serena. 
hell of a career. And Drake gets to fuck the finest women of all time. Uh, when we come up, like we're gonna have to have we have a we're gonna have to have a Drake meter. We're gonna have to talk to Drake, Drake and be like, look. You just tell me who you didn't fuck so I won't be embarrassed. Right, bro. Jesus Christ. Drake fucked everybody. This nigga got Serena. Do you And then rapped about it. Did you see yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> he rapped about That's it. That's why bro. my autumn like oh my god. <laughs> he rapped about that shit, fam. He put Serena in a bar. Have you seen that new girl Ice Spice? Yep, from um is she from Canada? No, she's from New York, but she's he fucked her, her too. <laughs> yeah, he, he took her. He brought her somewhere recently. I saw that, bro. And it's crazy. I kid you not. I promise you. Before Drake co-signed her, like they like to say, I saw her on Instagram, and I saw she was making music. She got like an accent, don't she? Kinda. She got a New York accent. Okay. But I saw her, and I was like, "Who is this? I don't know who it is." And then a couple weeks later, uh, Drake got a hold of. Her. I'm like, "Oh shit." She has a song that's blowing the streets up. It's mm-hmm. the Munch. Yep. I ain't gonna lie. That that was hard. Yeah, bro. Baby, I'll be a Munch. Yeah, she look good. She said that nigga a munch. That nigga ate it. Yeah, nigga eat it. He ate it for lunch. Well, your ass is pretty big. So yeah, man. that's why I found her. She was just on my explore page. With, really? With her ass out. I mean, I saw her because, of course, I follow Act because just based off of rap news, mm-hmm. and um, he was promoting the fact that Drake co-signed her. Yeah. So I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, bro. She's fine as fuck. Yep. She was on my explore. Oh uh, yeah, she looked great, but um, yeah. when she straightened that hair down. Oh my gosh, she's gonna be a little demon. Oh my, oh my goodness. A little yellow. Ass. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, my little yellow. You want me my little yeah, yeah? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> um, but we didn't even mean to talk about Ice Spice or the Munchers. Or Drake shit. Yeah. <laughs> we were still talking about Serena. That's why my Audemars, uh Damn it, I can't think of the line. I can't think of the bar. He said something about my girl at the US Open or some shit like that, bro. Um, that's why she always corrected me when my time is off. Yeah. Mm. My girl is sponsored by Audemars. That's why she always corrected me when my time is off. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I hate that nigga Drake sometimes. I swear to God. Nigga, from Rihanna to J-Lo to Serena. Yep. We can't get a top notch. We have to find the new top notch. When we come up, there, there's gonna have to be a new era of A list women that Drake hasn't fucked, and we have to get there before Drake because they're gonna see the three. Uh, he's a man, he's a billionaire now. Hey, Fuck! Damn it! He can have anybody he wants, man. Fuck! Yeah, SZA too. Remember back in 08? <laughs> Yo, this nigga dated everybody. He got Georgia. Oh fuck! I forgot about Georgia. <sighs> Why did he get everybody fine? And but you know what's crazy? If he fuck, he should call. I'm out. Nah, I'm out. Bro. I'm out. Nah, hopefully not. But um, he never can keep him though. What's up with that? He don't want to keep him. You think it's him? Absolutely. You don't think you think he dumping them or are they dumping him? Um, I f- I feel like there was a mixture, but uh, lately I I think it's a lot of Drake uh doing doing some things that that we've discussed. It's a little on on the. He has time. He has good time management. Yeah. Okay. That's he has great time management that's skills. Say, that's a good way to. Yeah. <laughs> he has great time management skills. Yeah, great choice of words there. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good job. And you guys don't know what I mean. I mean, he just has to manage his time with 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 women well. Yeah, man. That's yeah, right. like you, you gotta have time to go out to eat, time to watch TV, time to sleep. Got a son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta raise a son. Yeah, but um, no, yeah, he. 
Drake enjoys his his the single life. It looks like, but Drake has a girlfriend right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's posted her. He just remember he brought her out in his shows and stuff like that. He was like, I never thought that I would have a girlfriend that I would introduce to the world. He just did it a few weeks ago. Yeah, Drake has yeah, a girlfriend that he's in love with. Like I would, Drake announced his girl to the world in a show, like on on stage. He brought his girl out on stage at the uh, OVO shit. Maybe so. Damn, I missed that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was some shit like, oh, Drake is in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, man? Yeah, it's good. It's crazy. Okay, and I meant to look up Drake on stage uh, with his girlfriend. That's 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 it, guys. Twitter porn. <laughs> Twitter porn. That is that's how quickly you will find Twitter porn. I swear. Then you click on it and you all the way. In I the put thread. in Drake porn. This girl is getting her shit drilled right now. <laughs> I put in Drake girlfriend. This bitch is creamed everywhere. <laughs> what in the oh, hell, shit, man? Bro, you're crazy, bro. We gotta get out of here, bro. Yeah, man, let's let's do it. Do we have any other topics? I didn't have anything else. All right, man. Before any other porn arises on my phone from Twitter, let's just get out of here, man. Let's do it. All right. This is episode 171. It's been your boy, Roderick. Jakari, we checking out. All right. We out of here. I'm a real. I'm a real. I'm a real. I'm a real.